25th Line, Mike Todd here, in arena host for your Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Subjectively Speaking Podcast. And now, here's Jeremy Paul and Laura Norman. <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! What is up, everyone, and welcome to Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Laura, and it is our one year since launching Subjectively Speaking, and boy, oh boy, has it been a year. It feels like it's been eight, and I don't know, like, that's definitely a good thing, but also, like, just, like, a testament to, like, what this last year has been like in life. (laughs) It's just been so wild, but yeah, it feels like we've been doing the show for eight years, but in reality, we've only been doing it for 365. No, last year was the No, it's 2022. (laughs) (laughs) In my head, it's still 2020. Um, So 365 days we've been doing this, which is just absolutely insane. This is episode 89, technically speaking, which also says something to the number of episodes we've released per day. Like, if we've released 89 episodes in 365 days, like, are we okay? Yeah, that's a, it's a lot. It it's, is a lot. It's a lot. But it's been great. And I love every second of it. And we are so glad to be spending it with you all. We had originally talked about, um, you know, how are we going to get around talking about the fact that the Blue Jackets lost 9-2 to two on Saturday? <laughs> we were like, let's just not talk about it. Yeah, no, it was a dumpster fire. And we're not ruining our party with that dumpster fire of a game. Absolutely not, because I don't believe in that. Um, my personal belief is that we just act like Saturday didn't happen, and maybe the NHL will, like let it not happen, and we could just move on from it, and it's fine. Yeah, according to my brain, the Blue Jackets didn't play on Saturday. I think they thought. I think somebody got the memo wrong, and the game that's supposed to be tomorrow, they thought that Saturday's game was postponed, and that they were playing tomorrow in New York. So I think that something just got mixed up. And that's okay, because you know what doesn't get mixed up? Our birthday celebration. Uh, we have so much fun things, so much fun things, so many fun things <laughs> planned for you all. Uh, we have some friends coming by the podcast. They're going to stop do. in. We've got four guests coming your way, uh, which we're not going to tell you who they are. We're just going to let them show up. And then you're going to get excited with us. No, it's going to be like on Mr. Rogers when someone rings the doorbell and they're just like, hello. I love Mr. Rogers. Did you ever see the movie, like the new one with Tom Hanks? I have not because I just have not emotionally been ready to. I mean, I cried and you know how I am with movies. So if that tells you anything. I'm just impressed you sat through a whole movie, to be honest. Me too. Me too. But it was in one of those like lounge chair movie theaters where like popcorn was like at a premium. So um you know, that's how we did it. But it's not just our birthday. Uh, that's the really exciting thing about January 17th. So it's also our friend Poshy's birthday. Poshy, yes, shout out to birthday, you. Posh. Happy birthday to you. Um, and you all know our friend Catherine, Miss Catherine Dobbs, um, the chief marketing officer um, of the Columbus Blue Jackets, senior vice president of uh, marketing communications, all that fun stuff. I probably butchered her title, but it is her mom's birthday. And yes. um what does, we, her, what does her mom love? Her mom loves three things. Well, four things. Her mom loves her and her daughter, of course. Correct. And she loves Fun Dip. She does love Fun Dip. She loves the Blue Jackets. She does. Go, go Jackets. And she loves herself some Fireball Whiskey. 
who doesn't, right? Like, unironically, big fan of Fireball here in this house. Um, so I think that we should send a cheers up to Catherine's mom. We should. I don't have Fireball um, because I don't like cinnamon. So I'm right. sorry. So if anyone's curious, um, we are currently looking for a new co-host, subjectively speaking. Um you really just have to be a good time because really that's all we are. So it took him so little time to be a dick on this live episode. So I don't want to change up for the folks. You know what I mean? So anyway, cheers to the fabulous Catherine's mom. Yeah. So I have Southern comfort in my fucking hooray glass. As you should. Okay. Cheers, girl. Oh, hit the table. You got to hit the table. Remember it. Right, we we got to try this again. This is bad form. This is bad form. Okay. Ready? Wait, are we Let's cheersing? Okay. Cheers, hit the table, take it. Girl, <laughs> okay. come on, college. I'm ready. Okay. All right, three, two. <laughs> oh my God, we are bad at this. Okay, no, for real this time. Three, two, one. Man, I was not ready for you to like slam your glass on the table. I almost laughed in the middle. That was also more like two shots of Southern Comfort. So this night's going to be interesting. Wait, did you take the whole thing? I did. I'm afraid of you. I'm like really scared of you. But I don't have to be because you're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I don't say that to you enough, but I love you. Uh, Okay, so Kelly had a smart ass comment to make. Um, I did. Here we watched the movie. That Right, girl? I know. But how about this? Because I heard a rumor that if we build it, they'll come. And who else came but our good friend Dennis? Dennis, how are you? Dennis, one of our early supporters on Twitter. Little did he know what he was subscribing to. I know you're stuck with us now, Dennis. I apologize. You really are. Speaking of people who are stuck with us, Dina. Dina, oh, you're absolutely Dina. Stuck with us. Hi. You all know Dina. She was on the show. She's going to have to be on the show again sometime soon. Hopefully I can, yes, hopefully we can talk, convince her. Hopefully we haven't scared her away. To talk all things Monsters Hockey and AHL. So we love Dina on this podcast. You've got to check it out. You've got to check it out. And Dan, Dan, who is currently leading um, the division, um, he said, yeah, at least Florida did that to everyone this past week. That's true. Florida did <laughs> absolutely true. We were not alone. We were not alone. Correct. And so, Dan, speaking of not alone, is currently not alone at the top of your division um, for fantasy hockey. You all are in a three-way tie. So Three-way tie for first place, and I am quickly going to be in second place because Dan's going to win, and um, Amanda is going to more than likely kick my ass this week. So I, I will see. move into the second place position. And those two can battle it out for first for a while. Yeah, Dan has something to say about that. He's, uh, he's going to let you know. Let me tell you what I'm not. I'm not number one. It's been a rough season for me. I've, I've had a hard time keeping people healthy, which is not my responsibility. I would just also like to point out that I have a better win percentage than you do. Oh, much. Yeah, you're what, nine and four, nine and five? Nine and four. I'm, yeah, I'm seven and six. We're not proud over here. We're we're staying humbled. We're staying very humbled in this in this chair. Uh, we're but not you're really still first in your division. No, no I'm you're not. second. Um, you're yeah, second in your division. Yeah, Nudie's Nation, Nudivar's Nation took me over. So we're a little bit sad about that. Barely lost that one though. So I'm putting in good work, but but yeah, that's just part of part of the fun that we get to have 
as part of this experience is is just being able to get on and uh, create community that way, which is weird. Like I never would have thought that we would be able to find 10 people, let alone the hundreds of people that listen to our show that like want to play fantasy hockey with us. But here we are. Um, it's just yeah, wild. Let's talk about this a little bit about what has transpired um, in, in 365 days. Oh my God. Can we even quantify it? Because first of all, this started with you having a thought in the shower. In Emily, yeah, I was when I was living at Emily's and I was in the shower and I was I got out of the shower and I was just like, I actually might have been mid-shower because if you know me, you know I have this problem where like I bring my phone to the shower and I text <laughs> in the shower, like it's my therapy. Um, and so that's, <laughs> I probably texted you from the shower like, hey, I have a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> And you were like, go ahead. And and yeah, and we decided to do it. We sat down following a loss. Did we lose that game or win that game to the Predators? I guess we can find out. I'm pretty sure we lost because I think we lost like a good amount of the first few games. Yeah, <laughs> I know, feel like. Short in the 56 game season. What a season we picked, right, to, um, to do well, that. Well, but so that was actually, the whole point, though. That's true. Well, I just mean the losing part, not the COVID oh, part. Um, yeah. yeah, so the game itself was on the 16th. The episode dropped on the 17th. So uh, we lost that game. Uh, we were shut out, actually. No, we weren't. 5-2. 5-2 is the score. Um, it was 1-1 one, one, one going into the third period. And, um, well, <laughs> then what happened? Isn't that a story we've heard before? <laughs> it is. It is. Hold on, wait. Dan had a really important question. Oh God! Um, I don't think I we mean, can do video content from that. Should we? Can uh, just be like this? It would be like, oh, oh, it would just be like this. I mean, we're close, but we're not that close. <laughs> <laughs> just be the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I um, a new segment idea. Jeremy shower thoughts, Dina. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. He has a lot of them. Like I he do. has a lot I do. of. And he especially has a lot of them right now because at, if you listen to our last episode, you know that he has uh, run out of his ADHD medication. Oh, so he, has. He, has. he is real loose with his thought process. Major apologies to anybody that has to interact with me over the course of the next couple of months. It's not going to take us that long to figure it out. Hear me out. Dennis might be on to something. Episode 300, <laughs> Jeremy sings the whip from the shower. How many people have actually like, taken the time to listen to that whole song? Like, do, do people actually know that whole song? I don't think many. I think they listen enough to get like the parts and pieces that remind them of the Blue Jackets. And they're like, this is too long. And they yeah, turn it. Great. It's a fascinating song. It's just like, because the whole melody is that like, whoa, uh, 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 uh. it's just like, I can't unhear the like woes in it. So like every word that's saying, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, like this is um, little do you know, Dennis, Jeremy was a contestant on Ohio Idol. Oh, so God, the boy right can't sing. Now? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen, out here spilling all the tea, telling all the secrets. Wait, is Dina raising her hand? Does she have a question? Or is she, like, praising? What's going on? Dina, yes. <laughs> Dina, if that's a question, please. Dina, please, please tell free. me that you may have like stumbled upon witnessing one of Jeremy's performances in Ohio Idol. Oh, God, could you imagine? We just <laughs> ran into each other in Mount Vernon, the finale. 
I'm just telling you that I'm still mad the about it. was in Mount Vernon. It was. It was at the Dan Emmett Music Festival. <laughs> it was the most badass I've ever felt in my entire life. I believe you. It's just Mount Vernon is an interesting choice. Correct. Yeah. Keep in mind, during that entire part of my life, I we went to um, the Seneca County Fair, um, the Hawking County Fair, the Johnny Appleseed Festival at... Um, in Lisbon, Ohio, if you're familiar. I am Lisbon. Which was fascinating, to say the least. <laughs> it's just a really unique show. But then here I am, I'm getting paid to sing, and I'm just feeling like the bit world's biggest rock star. And so um, I love it. I love it. Dina says that she didn't grow up too far away from Mount Vernon, so it's possible that she did. My good old Coshocton queen. We love us in Coshocton County, that area, Coshocton, Tuscaroras, whatever, Holmes County. Come on. <laughs> that whole no man's land area where people are like, where? And then you name a landmark and they're like, oh, yeah. What's the landmark? What's your first landmark that you go to, Roscoe Village? Is that like where you for go to with that? Coshocton? Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, it was Roscoe Village. Um, for my, where I grew up, um, Millersburg is just Amish people. <clears throat> <laughs> you can't use people as a landmark. <laughs> <laughs> they have the lot, uh, Millersburg, Holmes County has the largest population of Amish people outside of like Europe. Like oh. it's just. Wow. You just say that Amish is- people or or dear Dutchman and people are like, oh yeah, chicken. I I do love dear Dutchman. I have to say. I do have to say. Wait, so Dennis says that his church in Weirton, West Virginia. Where is Weirton, West Virginia? Dennis, you're gonna have to fill me in because I am so not familiar with West Virginia. Um, but yeah, Mount Vernon Nazarene. Teen talent. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful time. Well, you know what else is a good time? Mm. And it's not DraftKings. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's usually no, okay. We'll get to the on-air ad read later. Yeah, that's usually when I, that's usually my transition into, do you know what else is blank? Like, <laughs> it's usually terrible. But uh, no, this time around, I have something far more exciting. Uh, our listeners know him and they know him well. Um, and he also just so happens to be the person that I turn into the man I am today living with. Um, he also happens to be one of my best friends, one of Laura's best friends, and we cannot wait to bring him on the show as soon as I change the background so that we all fit on it nice and cute. And that is none other than Stephen Shrek. Stephen! Stephen! And he jackets gear for it he told me he was gonna show up in a preds jersey and i told him that we might have to fight so i'm really glad that you you switched it up for us it's the one year had to switch it up had to keep it on brand you know how are you i'm so good how are you two doing we're yes we're good so good i get to go into the office tomorrow for the first time in a lot Two of days, weeks. so I'm very excited to break out of my in person. I know we love that for you. A whole new world, you know. What I mean, um, yeah. So, Stephen, thank you for being. This is like our way of just bringing on the people who mean a lot to us. To be like, thank you for your support for the last year. You, how? What episode was it? Was the first one that you hopped on with us? It was like it was really our first early. guest. Oh, 100 was our first guest, but I can't remember which episode it was. I'm about to go scroll through the through the archives. You know, I was doing that earlier. I couldn't 
quite land on which episode was the first, but it was very early on. And obviously it was at a time when you weren't members yet of the Hockey Podcast Network, didn't get any clout yet from the Columbus Blue Jackets. (laughs) It was at a time when you guys were scrounging and scrapping for every view, every listen, every everything that you could get and um it's just so cool to see where you both are at right now because this is cool this is awesome like being back i feel like every time that i've like been able to like come on with you guys it's like my anticipation my excitement is always growing because it's something cooler every time so why are you so nice you can't make (laughs) us cry on our birthday i mean i definitely can i absolutely i mean i will probably what else am i here for to be honest is Um, mars there is that mars no, it's actually a different dog. I'm not currently at my own residence. Um, gotcha. So, yeah. Fair. It was February 19th. I did find it. February 19th, episode oh, so 17. Oh, you were within like the first month, basically, of us starting yeah. the show. Yeah. We did. We we came to the conclusion that we started the show with the loss of the Predators. So it just feels right <laughs> that you were also our first guest because, well, you know. Yeah. Well, here we are. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, just so much has changed since then. But you you did. You were like, sure, I'll do it. And then also, here's a little insider information. <laughs> we recorded an episode with Steven like two months ago, a month or two ago. And the episode <laughs> corrupted. The episode failed. It just destroyed. Um, and it, it doesn't exist anymore. We had the world's hardest time recording the episode because our audio was just messed up. Like our Wi-Fi and stuff. It was on my end. It was bad. And it just like kept going in and out. And I went to upload it, and it said, no. It was also, like, a crackhead episode. Like, it, it was. was not. <laughs> Poor Steven. The other, bad. the other insider information is that I was already in bed. It was 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. Jeremy had a flight the next morning. He did. To go out of Oh, I did. And so you probably slept less than four hours that night because you hadn't started packing oh, yet. He had to restart even. the episode after 45 minutes. minutes. And then I disconnected from the chat after I asked you all a question and had to come back in 15 minutes later and never heard any of your answers. So maybe it's an okay thing that that file got corrupted. Um, it's okay. Obviously, that, that was, was a turning point for the Preds in our season. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, okay. that was it. That was how we knew. That actually, that's no, that's how, not, that's we the predators. Knew. The predators are out here actually playing hockey, and yeah. I don't know how well. This is I not know. what I anticipated from their season, to be honest with you. But I, they're surprising I to, me. I try to keep up with other podcasts and stuff like that, like more of the like the national podcasts that like talk about every team. And everybody keeps saying, "I keep waiting for the predators to stop," and they just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. don't stop. Well, yeah, my uh, my cousin lives out in Colorado now, and the Avalanche are like the top team in their division mm-hmm. right now. It's them and the Predators, so it's been fun to watch. Kind of fun to chat with them too, and kind of see how they're doing. So now, is that the cousin Columbus that- is still fun to watch though? I don't want to be too far off on a tangent <laughs> on today of all days talking about Nashville. But some days yeah, are fun um, to watch. Some days, days yeah. we lose. Other days some we lose days. nine to two. Anyway, um, <laughs> is that the cousin? Me. Is that the cousin that uh, lit was living in Nashville and was like the reason that you fell in love with the Predators? Yep. Wow, meta. That would be him. That would be him. He lived in Chicago for a time too, so then he was going to Blackhawks games. I'm so now glad he's out. Didn't... I'm so glad. Yeah, that he skipped over we... that phase. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm very glad you're not a Black Sox, a Blackhawks fan, Stephen, because oh we want no, no joy for the Blackhawks. Never. No, not <laughs> it, not even Never. an ounce. You know, except for Never. when they beat us, of course, because that's great. yeah, naturally, which is usually, but it's yeah, unfortunate. But you know, but Stephen's really seen us through every single transition from our original logo. <laughs> from our original logo, wait, hold on, yeah, no. Dan said that. Dan said that old logo show. <laughs> old logo show. Old logo show. Old logo show. I actually don't. Our old logo does not exist on our Instagram anymore. So I should like post mm -hmm. it as a throwback. I feel like we, we archived it. Yeah, we archived everything, but it's not available to the public. And you can yeah. find that old logo on our Patreon page. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> The Patreon that we thought about and then could not figure out prize tiers. Could not figure out prize tiers and could not justify ever having anybody pay any amount of money to listen to us weirdos talk about yeah. anything. <laughs> There's also that. Wait, Stephen, what are you drinking? Are you drinking an alcoholic beverage or are you keeping it kosher on this Monday evening? Sangria? Yes, sir. Yes, of course it is. Of course it's it is. celebratory, you know? Yeah, I'm drinking... It's celebratory. Uh, Blake's Homestead Honey Peach. Um, I got it. I was near my dad's, and Blake is Blake's is right next to my dad. So I grabbed me some of that because you know how I am. So I have a, a curious question for oh, you no. all. Um, <laughs> when it, it, it's kind of a a good question, but also a bad question, bringing Love up it. a bad memory. But okay. when the Jackets lose like they did nine to two against Florida, what is the drink of choice on a night like that for a Blue Jackets <laughs> fan like you? Um, I had a very, I had a very, very strong whiskey and Coke that night. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of just emotions. Jeremy kept telling me I could turn off the game and I was like, no, this is our business. I have to feel the pain that the other fifth liners are feeling. Oh my It was gosh. terrible. It was absolutely can, terrible. Can I let you in on a secret, everybody who's watching? You did not watch the game. I watched the first seven minutes of the game because it was halftime of the Bengals game. And so I did watch, I did watch them give up three, two or three. I might've made it to three. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh my God. And then the, and then the third quarter had started for the Bengals game. And I will tell you, I did in fact find far more joy out of that situation. Than I did. Absolutely. So, so I had a celebratory, uh, my dad had a bottle of crown XR. So we had a celebratory, um, shot of Crown XR to celebrate the Bengals. Um, and then I cracked open a nice cold can of Skyline Chili. There you go. <laughs> Was it actually ice cold, though? On the rocks. Ew. Oh, no. <laughs> with an oyster... With an oyster, put that an, in the microwave or something. With an oyster cracker-like rim. It's just like... I'm crunched. imagining. And the hot I'm just sauce. imagining it. Actually, hold up. Hear me out. <laughs> I don't hate that You're idea. You're really like cold here. chili. But think, I mean, like, okay, people literally willingly drink Bloody Mary, so I can't feel like I'm far off on the, like, Chili has chunks. Chili has chunks. There's a difference. I don't know. Bloody Marys have, like, all, like, don't people put olives in Bloody Marys, or are they just on, on a skewer? They're not just, like... You're thinking of a dirty it. martini. That's we'll when you have it. the olive on a skewer. That is true. But I, I do think we could blend it. We could blend it to get to the consistency we desire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure if you really set your mind to it, like a true Cincinnatian would, then you could achieve something 
that no one else has ever wanted to attempt before. I'm just going to hard pass on eating cold chili. With some grippos. Oh, you're going in the wrong direction now. You're Wait, was that like, do you not like grippos? Wait, do you not like grippos? I do like grippos, but okay. now you're combining it with ice cold skyline chili and <laughs> dirty martinis. And it, it's just. No, the red flag, the red flag was ice cold chili. We didn't really need yeah. to get to grippos before we threw the red flag. But no. um, now I want grippos. Grippos are like probably my favorite chip. The barbecue ones can never go wrong. They're so, so good. Jen. They are so good. My, my cousin Jen is uh, letting us know. Uh, Thank you, Jen. Good. I mean, I agree <laughs> with Jen. Are you sure? I think we should do it. No, I'm not eating cold chili. <laughs> Jennifer, I appreciate you. But I just think we should do it. Down. I think we should do it. We'll, we'll do that for the next time that Steven's on the show. Well, I'll take a shot of cold Skyline chili. And again, Steven is on my top. side. We're not eating cold chili. Then I'll do it. Then I'll do it. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll watch you. We'll watch Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I also wanted to say um, off of Skyline chili for just a moment. I was also around at the time when you had two podcasts going at the same time. Laura and I were just um, talking about this, actually. Of CBJ actively speaking and line change media. <laughs> CBJ actively. And, God, we struggled so hard with that name for like the longest time. Like, was it subjectively? Was it objectively? Was it doomed to fail? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> was it doomed? Was no, it? it what doomed. are we doing? This is terrible. <laughs> but I'm glad you re-released that interview that you did on line change media because I think it was really impactful and that was a really good listen. So. I'm just going to do a quick plug for your podcast. If you go and listen to that interview that Jeremy did way back when, I can't remember uh, his Curtis, name. With Curtis Gabriel. Yes. Yep. Yes, with Curtis Gabriel. Absolutely. Very yeah. good interview. Very good. Currently time. playing for the Rockford Ice Hogs. Yes, the the only adjacent person to the Chicago Blackhawks that we support. Correct. Right. But yeah, that was. I mean, that's. Thank you for bringing that up. That was a really fun episode. And yeah, Laura and I were talking about line change because I was like, I really think I want to bring it back, but I don't know how to like. I was like, I'm between subjectively speaking, which is like priority numero uno, and then priority numero dos, which is the podcast that I do with uh, Field Pass. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I have the ability to, to sit and listen to myself talk for another half an hour a week or every two weeks or something like that. If I did bring a pack, I feel like I wouldn't do it every week. I feel like it would be like whenever anything big happened or things like that. So I might do it. Stay tuned. One day. I think once you take a couple plates uh, down that you're spinning, you will have, it will come to you how you would like to pursue line change again. And for anyone who isn't aware, Jeremy <clears throat> used to do a, a podcast called Line Change, which was all about um, diversity and inclusion efforts within the hockey community. Um, and he had uh, Curtis Gabriel, really huge get. You're welcome, by the way, because I am the one who... She did. She was like, you should just ask him. Just ask him. And I was like, okay, great. And then I did. Because he responded to one of my Twitter, my Instagram DMs uh, congratulating him about something. So I was like, clearly he's checking like his DMs because I'm just some random girl. So, you know. I mean, hey, it worked. It worked. And so, yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, like he's, he's incredible because him and I talked a little bit to you after, um, after we recorded everything. And, and it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. He's a really good guy. That was when I realized that like hockey players are not nearly as like intimate. I feel like people paint a weird picture about hockey players, but in reality, a lot of them really are some of the best like 
conversationalists you can find. Some of them know. Some of them aren't great. In my experience, I have found that some of them are really bad at speaking. Um, but for the most part, most of them are great. But what are you going to do? It's just the life we live. We need to get our first player on this show. We need to get our first player on this show. That's what we're holding out for. I know. Hopefully soon. Who do we think we should get? Let us know in the comments who we should get. Yeah, let us know who you want who you would want to hear and hear us interview because that's a very specific <laughs> situation. Like who would you like us to interview? Right. Steven. Ooh, Brett. Steven. Cole Sillinger. I would love that. I, I would, would love to have Cole. Love to have Cole. I think I would it would be a really fun time. A really interesting interview. A lot of insight for a young player. I do think it'd be great. Wait, How does the thing vibe with us? The people want text. Oh. When people want text. Hold on. We also got Vlad. Oh, we got another. We got Elvis or Vlad. The way that I would not be able to speak if Elvis was on yeah, this we couldn't, show. We couldn't host. Yeah, it would be me and Laura. <laughs> or me and Elvis. And Laura would have to be. I hosting. would just be sitting here going. Laura would literally be like, what position do you play? (laughs) And then I would have to away myself from all of hockey existence. Hold on, wait, Dennis, if we could find a way to do this. So if anybody in the chat knows Yarmir Yager personally, just let me know. We can get him (laughs) out. You can get that figured out. But my God. Is he still in the league? He's not in the league anymore, right? No, he plays. He retired a couple years back. Well, he plays in the Czech Republic. It was actually longer ago than I thought, but he basically like keeps playing hockey because he has an ownership stake in this Czech team. And he's afraid that if he stops playing for them, that they're going to go under. <laughs> and so he just keeps playing. He's like in his mid forties, I think, if not older. So he's just going to turn to dust on the ice one day. He might. He literally Just like might. Tom Brady will turn to dust on the football field. Yarmir Yager is just going to be on the ice one day. And that's it. Correct. Correct. Out they go. As they do. Steven, I cannot begin to express how thankful we are that you took time out of your busy evening to come and hang out with us and celebrate, drink your little sangria with us. <laughs> you know it. I love it. You said, um, hey, what are you up to tonight? And I was like, hmm, I have a suspicion since it's snowing outside and he's not in the same state that this could be something virtual. And you mentioned the podcast. I was like, yes, 100%. And I didn't wait until like seven minutes before recording this time. So it's growth. It's really, it's growth on my end. And And I'm medicated. Yeah, without the medication. So. Oh my gosh. And honestly, Stephen, we could not do our one year anniversary episode without you. You have truly, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, been such a big supporter for us. And, you know, your episodes always do so well. So, you know, obviously no one will hear the one that's been lost to the ether, but, you know. Well, no. <laughs> Let's just subscribe to our Patreon. No, I'm kidding. It's gone. It's gone forever. It's gone. That's the next yeah, step. No, it's next it's step, definitely right? it is all just white noise at this point. But no, we we just can't thank you enough, and we can't wait to have you on um, for another episode. And obviously, going to games and stuff with us once Jeremy returns to Ohio. You know, absolutely. absolutely. I catch Milwaukee well, Admiral thank you games guys. up here though, because they're the Nashville yeah. Predators affiliate. So if you ever want to catch a an AHL game that's related to your predators. Just let me know. Quick hop up north. That's what I'm saying. A lot of breweries. A lot of breweries here. So I feel like we'd have a good time. Find me there. Absolutely. 
<laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys a lot and having me on and continuing, continually asking me back. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. It warms yeah, my heart that you keep asking me to come back time. and that you enjoy having me. Hopefully people don't uh, get too annoyed with my Nashville talk, but I'm also a I'm Columbus native here like for the past seven years. So oh, wait, no, Columbus... that, just hurt, that just warmed my heart to hear you say Columbus native. <laughs> Cincinnati born. Oh my Columbus God, wait. for the last seven, eight years, but don't say that because then that reminds me how long ago we met and that makes me feel old, but oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm feeling old, feeling old, but Ooh. thank you guys. Um, yeah. Keep it going because this is awesome. I love having my, uh, my weekly, uh, sports and hockey just injected into my ears and get my weekly and daily dose of, of Columbus, even though they're not having the best season, it's still a lot of fun. And it's always a blast to hear you guys talk about anything and everything, <laughs> hockey or not. So especially yeah, our, our, our banter. Yeah. The or not as I'm, yes. sure. <laughs> I'm here for the banter, but also here for the hockey. So fair, fair. Well, Hey, happy early birthday, Rachel. Tell her we said happy early birthday. I will pass that along to her. Absolutely. Everybody, Thank you. everybody was born in January. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah. It's just like, what's crazy? <laughs> My mom's birthday is in five days now. It's the 17th still, right? Yeah, oh five gosh, days happy now. Happy birthday. So, yeah. My heart. There you go. All the January birthdays. But all right. Well, thanks, guys. I think you have another uh, person coming on, right? So We I'll do. So, yeah. Online. We do soon. So yeah. Y'all, yeah. A little bit of a little sneak peek. We got somebody else coming by, but Steven, we that transition you. in there for you. So I'll pop out. All nice right, well, take care, Steven. Bye, guys. Bye. I love him. <laughs> He's literally one of my favorite people in the entire world. There were some comments that came through that I wanted to throw up here while we were in this little intermission. So, Dan, yes. So, when is the Grand Rapids Griffiths podcast starting? So, I don't have one of those. I will never have one of those because I don't have the energy for it. But Dan, talking him in way too many ways. We do. Well, we do have. Uh, conversations about the Griffins on um, Holy Grail, and that's the uh, AHL podcast that I co-host with all the fine folks at Field Pass Hockey. Dina being one of them, and we had you Jonathan just did Berger an interview on there. With yeah, we did Jonathan Berger. So, so yeah, you can get your it's you a good interview content there. It's a lot of fun. He's probably the most Swedish per- not Swedish, yeah, Swedish person in the entire world. They went to they went to uh, IKEA two days before Christmas as their Christmas celebration to have Swedish meatballs. Hey, when you need a taste at home, you need a taste at home. Isn't that iconic? That is iconic. It truly is. I, <laughs> that's actually like the world's most perfect segue. It's early. It's five minutes early. <laughs> she, I can see her in the queue. <laughs> Um, it's probably should, the we, most tell, should we tell segue. the story when she's on here or before? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. We're telling the story when she gets on here. Yeah, so there's so a really, a really fun tell. IKEA story with our our next guest. And our yes. next guest is somebody that you all have heard us talk about, like almost every episode. Like I feel like we name drop them every single show, but we haven't had them on yet, which is dumb. Like I don't know why we haven't done that. Um, she was on Line Change, though. She was. Yeah, we did have a nice little fun conversation about uh, our fun little trade scenarios, one of which included Alex Petrangelo and a firm handshake, which I actually think is the name of that episode. So if you're looking for it, you can find it there <laughs> with that. But without any further ado, how about we welcome, welcome to the stage, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Blaine. Hello. Kelly. Hi. 
And she's got merch on. She's doing so much better than us. Repping my merch. Oh my god. <laughs> Truly, gosh. we are both wearing non-associated merch, but it's all good. Well, it's like associated, but not like associated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if homage wants to sponsor us, we're here for it. We are here for <laughs> it. But what I'm also here for, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> I feel like you have to tell the story. I feel like you have to tell the Swedish story. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's not as funny as we make it out to be. No, I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing. So, so, me and Jeremy, and I think my brother Kyle was there also. We're at one so. of those like blue jackets. I don't know if it's a season, season ticket holder thing or what, like a meet the team situation. So back when we had Alexander Wenberg. And... um <laughs> to meet him and i like to think of like conversation starters so it's not just sure. like a hey they sign it thanks and i leave which i'm sure that's all they want but i want to converse so i'm thinking hmm what can i say to alexander Wenberg? and recently the ikea at polaris had opened which as you all know is swedish it's like got to his table he's signing whatever i was having him sign probably one of those like free things and I was like, uh, have you been to Ikea? <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he was like, I have. I was like, yeah, it's like a little, little taste at home. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so, I was so... And we walked away and Jimmy was like, Ikea? I was like, oh, no, I couldn't think of anything else. No, it was so good. It was probably one of my favorite moments. That's also, I think, the same. I had my own, like, asshole moment. During... That was not an asshole I was moment. Say, I have one, too, so I will happily share mine as well. I'd love to hear that. Well, mine happened, like, in this situation, like, at this same event, because I had, so like you said, Kelly, they had, like, given, I think it was, like, a ticket. It was, like, a fake ticket that was, like, really big. Yeah. Do you remember? And that's what like a lot of people were signing with but i was like no like i'm gonna go to the blue line beforehand and i got a wood i got a wood block that was the blue jackets logo and i was like this is great like i'm gonna have everybody sign this and then you can put it anywhere you want and it's like a really nice like memento it's like a really nice piece of team uh propaganda if you will memorabilia and, not propaganda <laughs> i don't know stop listen um and so i was like at every table, they usually have a star or like a more well-known, like top of the lineup, starting lineup human with somebody who might not be because they want to like kind of level it out, right? Like they don't want, you know, I think back then this was when like you wouldn't want Seth Jones and, you know, Sergey Bobrovsky at the same table. You got to break right. them up to kind of even stuff out. And so I forget who else was at this table with him. But Jonas Corposalo was at this at the table. His name's spelled wrong. His name is spelled wrong. Uh, if you remember right, how do they spell it? Do they spell it like Jonas? Jonas. Like yeah. the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> so Jonas Corposalo is at the table, and I'm like, this guy's like a backup. Like he always only always backs up Sergey Bobrovsky. So I'm like, I I don't want him to sign the actual block. <laughs> I want him to sign. The ticket, like sign the ticket, and then he will probably like be elsewhere in a couple of years, and then it's no big deal. And then he turns out to be like the guy who sits around after Bob's gone, like all this kind of like stuff. Like went to the All Star game, and I here I am, right? Like right, All Star, All Star goaltender, and here I am. I give the block to whoever he's with, 
go, here's a piece of paper. <laughs> I take the block. Snatch that thing off the table. Oh my god. It was just like those kind of things that I think back on and I'm like, wow, I am that fan. I'm really terrible. I'm they set awful. it up though. I feel like they set it up to be uncomfortable because like I don't want everyone to sign the like fifty dollar thing I just purchased. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's not room for everybody on it. I don't want everyone to sign it. And the worst part is you give it to the first guy and they'll just keep passing it down the line of the next guy. And I'm like, absolutely not. Pass it to me and I'll pass it to them if I want to. It's just it's very I don't like the way they do those. I wish they would change it because as someone with social anxiety and who's like to hurt people's feelings, I don't like it and it stresses me out. And Dan, thank you. Those are my dogs in the back that a friend um, painted. Oh my gosh, wait. No, I love. I didn't even notice that at first. Yeah. I love them. So cute. Laura, we need to hear your story now. Yeah, so mine, I don't think, I'm the only person who witnessed this because Jeremy, you were not in line with me when this happened. But the one and only time I ever met Boone Jenner at a Meet the Team season ticket holder. What? Was I there? You took me to it. I do I, I don't know if I remember this. Keep going. You weren't in line with me. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. So I have gen I have generalized anxiety as it is, but get me around a hockey player and I am just it's not sweating. Jenner. I'm sweating. Full sweat. It's full sweat. Like it's just I almost threw up the first time I met Cam Atkinson. Like it just was a time. <laughs> but anyway, same situation. We're at a season ticket holder meet the team event. I don't know where Jeremy is. I'm in line to meet Boone Jenner behind this old man who has a bunch of stuff for Boone to sign. So it's clearly one of those weird things where he's either like getting stuff signed for grandkids or he's going to sell it on eBay, like some sort of weird situation. And this man chooses (laughs) to pull out the schedule of the day and start discussing it with Boone and like accosting him about how it's set up and how it's like organized and how he thinks it's kind of bullshit that like, like his words and Boone is sitting there and this is before Boone's captain. Obviously this is before Boone is like really like, I think he was wearing an A, but I think it was like new that he was wearing an A. Like it might've been like his first or second year. So like not like, you know, he had like the one commercial about the bike helmets. Like it's not, <laughs> Boone's not in his place. Oh, where they say emergency department. And then I remember that he's Canadian. Yes. Yes. And so I'm behind this old man and I have secondhand embarrassment so bad. Uh-huh. Like my already anxiety sweat is like tenfold because I'm so embarrassed by this man. And finally a Blue Jackets employee like gets him away. <laughs> from Boone and Boone just looks up at me and goes do you have any questions about the schedule and I was like (laughs) I can't how'd you handle that I was like no I just I just want you I just wanted to say like it's nice to meet you and like can you sign my pennant We love that. That's a captain Wait, how right you, there. How have you never told me that story? That is I don't so know. Funny. I, I shadow that day by like blacking out nearly. I don't remember anything about meeting Cam. You had to tell me the whole time. So I did take a picture of you doing that. You did. And it's a really hideous picture of me. Um, you know that one time that we saw him the day before he got traded. 
literally 12 hours before he got traded. Um, but yes, this was also the same season ticket holder event that Seth, uh, Seth Jones was injured. So absolutely nobody wanted him to sign anything. So he was just by himself at a table and I, I, wandered up, <laughs> I wandered up to him and I was like, Hey, so you did a photo shoot with a photographer I liked. And he looked at me like I was speaking Chinese. I was like, did you? I do remember that. Um, but yeah. So, and then Boone apologized afterwards. He was like, I'm sorry. That was just weird. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> understood. No, <it> did. <laughs> I still love him. It's fine. Those events are such, um, they're interesting. I remember there are a couple of times that I've done like, they'll do like one-off events. So like me and Kelly like have gone. Do you remember that one time that I almost won that Anthony Declare jersey at Bear? At what was the, it called? Um, beer? Those like barrel? celebrity bartender things. Yeah. Where they're yeah, yeah. just taking beer out of a cooler with ice and handing it to you. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Really tending that bar. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, speaking of tending a bar, what are you drinking this evening? I am drinking a Kettle One Botanical Vodka Spritz Cucumber and Mint. Oh, how is it? It's really good. Never had it before. I I haven't had this flavor, I should say, because I've had the other ones. Um, As a cucumber and a mint lover, I really enjoy it. Cucumber and alcohol are definitely friends. People, When people, like, stray away from it, I'm like, no, no, no. It's good, I promise. Get into it. Yeah. Get into it. Um, But no, I went to... Where I met, oh, one event that I went to, I was younger. I went to the Blue Line, at, uh, I think it was at Tuttle. And I met somebody near and dear to to Kelly's heart at that event. And that was Steve Mason. I met Steve Mason <laughs> at, at that event. And, and let me just say that that, I think, is like when I really started to establish like my true, true fandom is like when you and I would go to games and like when mm-hmm. you and I would just spend a lot of time talking about hockey. You were like my only hockey friends, really, like at that point in my life. And <laughs> so I met Steve Mason that time. We tried to meet Steve Mason another time. Um, and when we were texting about this earlier, you're like, I'm surprised you're still my friend <laughs> after that. So tell the fine folks what happened. Okay, before I tell the fine folks what happened, I wanted to tell Laura in a previous episode, Jeremy was hating on Laura because she liked goalies. You know what? I've always liked goalies. Mm-hmm. And Steve Mason was my first favorite Blue Jacket. 2008, his rookie season, I was 13. And I just like idolized him. He was everything to me. Up until literally when he retired, I followed his whole career, even though he was horrible at that point. <laughs> Jeremy mentioned I got his Flyers jersey and I wore it at Nationwide Arena. Do you remember when that woman? Playing. And I met his dad. Do you remember that woman who like thought you were a, a Flyers fan and something happened and she like looked back at you for affirmation and you were like And I was like, mm-mm, girl. <laughs> like I'm wearing the jersey, but I'm not ripping the team. Okay, Obviously I'm confusing for Steven. her. Obviously confusing, but nevertheless. Yeah. I would just anyway. also like to say how endearing it is, Kelly, that both of our favorite players got traded to Philadelphia. It is it's so <laughs> ironic. It is so ironic. No doubt. Yeah, so I feel you on that. Elvis is like I haven't picked a new favorite um, player yet, but Elvis is like pretty high in the race there. So we're one the same. All right, don't let Jeremy bring you down because haters like to do that, but we stand together. So here's my story about Steve Mason. Let me set the scene for you. All right, it was what like January, February, something like that, on a snowy night like tonight. 
but snowier, icier, colder, windier, everything. And then it was like a vortex. It was like a polar vortex where like there were like horrible. warnings about the temperature. They were like, please don't stand outside for more than five They were literally like, don't go outside, stay in your home. And I was like, mm, go meet Steve Mason, I think is what you said. So this was the game, his first game back. And he was actually pretty good with Philly for his first couple years. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to start. And I had like a little intel what hotel they were staying at, the Flyers were. And I wanted to get my Flyers jersey signed. So Jeremy was dragged by me downtown to this hotel. And we stood outside for like, I don't remember how long it was. It was like kind of a long time. Do you remember, well, Jeremy? We, at first we were like in front of the hotel and then we were like, no, like, this is not, like, there's not a bus. And we knew the bus was going to another place at the hotel. So then we moved over there. But we were in front of the hotel for a while. And I think if I remember right, like, there were some flyers people that, like, came out or something like that. And so we were, like, yeah. extra, like, not players, but they worked for the team. Yeah, it was, like, pretty not ideal. I would say we were out there for, like, in total, maybe, like, 45 minutes an hour. <laughs> terrible Absolutely something like that terrible. so we go around the side of the building we see the bus i'm like okay the bus is they're obviously going to come right there but we didn't want to get like all up on the door like we're like justin bieber tween fans like screaming when they come out the door so we backed up a little bit thinking that like we were the only ones there they would see i'm holding a flyers jersey like i would show that it's mason and he would come over and talk to me because i was like i don't know like 16 17 like i don't know i didn't know any better mm-hmm. and jeremy was even younger than me then so I couldn't have been that young because you weren't like 13. So maybe I was like 19. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, <laughs> so we were standing there and then they start coming out and I'm throwing my jersey up. I'm like, oh my God, there they are. Like I saw him like on the bus and then the bus drove directly in front of us onto the street and um, Jeremy's face swole oh. up. Oh my like, God. It was so cold. Was his bad. face was so puffy and his fingers were like kind of like purple. It was concerning. I felt bad. I did bad. apologize. This was many years ago, and he's bringing it back up. But it's okay. No, I just, I love it. I think it was so fun. And then, like, Kelly was like, I'm surprised you still my friend after that. I'm like, no, I think it actually, like, brought us closer. I really think that, like, those are the kind of experiences. Because, yeah, my face was, like, hard to the touch. Like my. It like, was, like, scary. And we went to um, BD's, like, right across from the arena mm-hmm. afterwards and just, like, basked in the warmth of it. And, yeah, your face was... Not it wasn't looking good. I was concerned, but then yeah, she swelled down. She swelled down. Yeah, they could have thrown me on that damn like grill <laughs> to warm me up. I wouldn't even gotten burned. Yeah. It, was, it was bad, but it was fun. Well, I'm glad you didn't get frostbite of the face, but I'm sad that Steve Mason just dissed you like that. I was like, come on, I'm like the only person that lives in Columbus that still likes you. Like, come <laughs> you probably on. were at that point. Genuinely, I probably was, still am. So I, my favorite memory about Steve Mason with you though is when we <laughs> were it was uh me, you, your friend, and my cousin. And we were driving my cousin back home. <laughs> it Trauma. <was> like, <laughs> Trauma. It was like probably what, like a less than a week after he'd been Days. traded. Yeah. Days after he was traded. And <laughs> The game was over, obviously. We're driving home, and we're listening to the post-game show. And you know how, like, sometimes on the post-game show, like, a player will be like, hi, this is Blank, and you're listening to 97.1, like, flagship Blue Jacket station. <laughs> and we just hear, hi, this is Steve Mason, goaltender for the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to 97 blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> she just, like, I don't know if you stopped in the middle of the road, but you, like, screamed a guttural Full scream. body, like, from my toenails to, like, the last hair of my head, screamed. It was, 
It was traumatizing. Laura, I like to think that you would react the same way if you had heard Cam on the radio. Oh, no, I reacted similarly. I mean, after I stopped crying and then Jeremy was like, oh, do you think he's going to play at that softball game anymore? And I was like, <laughs> just full on. Like, I think I passed out. I was like, I don't even, I can't, I can't think about it. He did it. He, he did. did not. Yeah, <laughs> he did not play that game. He went to Oliver see Jack Rosalvik and Oliver Bjorkstrand hey, and Jean-Luc Grandpierre play. And I had to I had to expose Jeremy to Ryan Cabrera music. So Oh my gosh. That probably is another one of my favorite moments for us is is making not making fun. That's dramatic. But poking fun at Jeff Rimmer for saying who else but Oliver Bjorkstrand. And like his first season where he was like kind of like mediocre. He was a nobody. He was like yeah. I barely even knew his name and his number that correlated together. Like, I had to be looking at that little program to correlate them. And he scores, like, a, I don't know, I don't think it was, like, amazing goal. It was just, like, a goal. Jeffrey goes, and who else to score by Oliver Bjorkstrand? We were like, who was- else? I'm like, anyone else? Cam, Nick, Boone, Zach? Like, really <laughs> anyone else? I don't know what this is, Jeffrey. But wasn't that the game that, like, I was over at you and Kyle's and – I said, we were losing to the Maple Leafs like 3-1. And I said, if we win this game, I'll drop out of college. And then we did. Like, we won. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I didn't drop out. But we did win. So, <laughs> you know. Speaking of winning, I'm winning today in our fantasy league. as I Dude, have what the hell? on my fantasy team. And he scored five goals. And I also have Dylan Larkin, who scored two goals. So, I'm already at almost 30 points on day one. Um, so Yeah, yeah. you're killing it. Yeah, I'm related. I started slow. I've won four weeks in a row now, so I'm. Uh, I'm worried about you. To be including honest. I beat my brother, so that was you know bragging rights. Yeah, she's coming back. She's coming back, folks. But we'll see. You really are, and Dina. This is unrelated, but don't check fantasy hockey this week because <laughs> uh, you might be going up against somebody who uh, <laughs> has Timo Meyer on on their team. I had him last year, and he was so. He's so like sneaky. I feel like I feel like when you think of like big names in NHL, he's not a name that like comes to mind immediately. But mm-hmm. he's so consistent with the points. Him and um, Tomas Hurdle, I had both of them. They both are like that for me. They're like they're so sneaky with the points. So I had to snatch Timo up again this year for my Timo. <laughs> Wait, that has to be your name the next year. No, that has to be your name next year. You have to play on the pun. You have to draft him. Yeah, I'll have to. We'll make a rule that you're the only one that's allowed to draft him. Yeah. <laughs> I like funny. how you're Domi Nation this year, but don't have Max Domi on your team. Listen, okay, so at my first name was fine, but then everyone was going puns and funny. So I was like, I have to go puns and funny. But I'm not a punny person, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just was like, Domination, 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 Domination. Throw it out there and it works, and I like it. It's I think it's really good. No, I think it's good. I like it. I mean, I have to explain mine to everyone, so because I'm yeah, old. Yeah, I did not get yours until you mentioned it on the podcast, <laughs> but then I did get it. Because so I'm old and no one remembers the vagina monologues, so <laughs> no one gets the vagina monologues. Hey, it's all right. Which makes sense because you're you're goalie loving, so that makes a lot of sense. I am, thank you very much. And my mother may not have understood it, but she was still upset that I was required to flick you off last week. So <laughs> you were required. I do have to admit that that was uh, that was something you had to do. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I respect it. <laughs> I really do. But I think, Kelly, the last story I have to tell mm-hmm. is, do you remember that one time I ate green beans? No, corn out of a can. Was it corn or green mm-hmm. beans? It was corn. <laughs> Undrained. Undrained, <laughs> might I add. So. What is it with you eating shit out of cans? That's what I'm saying. He cracked open cold. that cold can of corn and then he ate it cold. I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's anything with our next guest that I ate out of a can that they could call me out for, but I don't think there is. Um, if you scarred our next guest at all by eating things out of a can in front of him, I will be so upset. Scarred feels dramatic. Would you say that you're scarred? I don't scarred think it by? is. I think it is scarred. I think I was shocked, bamboozled, <laughs> befoodled. I did not know what was happening. Befoodled. I did not keep my eyes. Why did you look. have a can of corn? It doesn't sound okay, like listen. you were we at a We had a microwave. We had a microwave you could have used. With nothing to put the the contents of the can in, you the little put the cup that comes in the hotel room. I didn't the trust little glass it. cup. Put the corn in there. Microwave it. Anywho. Just drink it. Corn water. Anywho, you didn't drink the corn water, thankfully. But <laughs> Wait, if no, I was summoning the little spoon, I love Dan's idea. Um, <laughs> maybe that could be our first. Cold. Maybe that could oh. be our first service event. <laughs> it can be. We can have a food drive. God, I can't stand us. Anyway, uh, we went to so the Blue Jackets uh, in the 17-18 season, I want to say it was, Kelly, right? Or 16-17. This in the 16-17 season. So uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. A um, team you may have heard of before. If Yeah, you might be familiar. Um, started a wedding speaker in the month of December. That went on for 16 games. Um, and so... A league um, second best. A league second best, yes. And so they were traveling to Washington to take on the Capitals uh, to make it 17. And To tie the worst, Pittsburgh. Correct. So we had to go. Um, so Kelly and I to. hopped in the car. And our original plan was we were just going to go to the game. We were going to drive back post-game. Just Which, back why did to, we think that? I don't know. Fools. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Dennis, if there's a burner account on Blue Jackets Twitter called Jeremy's Canned Corn, I will feel like I have made it. I will feel like I have I have persevered through it all. And so, anyway, we go to this game, and they lose dramatically. Like, they lose 5 nothing. It's terrible, actually. Um, it's so bad, even, that, like, the Capitals fans are just nice to us out of pity. Like, they're, like, very sweet. Um, At a certain point, which, it was kind of fun, though. Because when it was, like, 3-0, we were like, oh, like, we could come back from this. And then it was a third period, then it was, like, 4-0. And we were like, mm, I don't know about that one. And it was 5-0. And we were, like, choosing our beers. I was clapping for the Capitals. Yeah. It's like, it what was are you going to do at that point? It was a hot mess. But they also were chanting, end the streak, or kill the streak, or something. Which I was like, mm. And they did. They really did. But, yeah, we, we were next to... We were next to folks who were playing a game out of their program, like on the way back to <laughs> to the hotel. But um, we basically like, did we go after the game or before the game? I think it was before the game that we went. To what? To the store. No, it was after. It was after? Okay, because we were staying in. Yeah, because we were staying in Bethesda. Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda. And Bethesda. I don't know why we're the worst. And we... Uh, I was. I think I was doing Weight Watchers at the time. I'm gonna be honest. We hate diet culture, and 
I literally like was like, I don't know what to eat for dinner. So I got a can of corn. <laughs> I think you did also get a can of green beans, but I like fully vetoed you eating those because I <laughs> hate green beans. And the smell is just too, it's just too much. Oh, yeah. And so I did. on that trip, I bought a nightgown to sleep in at the hotel and I still have it to this day. And it is so comfortable. Do you but really? Has, I love It doesn't that. mean a little trauma when I wear it, but it's okay. It's <laughs> fine. And they gave us cookies there, which was nice. But That's, I didn't I do eat remember it. you on Weight Watchers. I got to eat your cookie. Yeah, so it was a double. It was there a wasn't like a pre-made salad or like any sort of like. And it was a super target, Laura. There were so many other options. <laughs> and he chose a can of gun. I was down a spoon. Bad. I'm pretty sure I you was... bought a metal spoon. One singular spoon. No. <laughs> Not really. I think so. Oh, How else would you have eaten yeah, it? I don't think you were like dumping it in your mouth. Oh, I wasn't doing that. I know for sure no. I wasn't doing that. But no. somebody's taking the lid and link. We'll get Jeremy's canned corn and then we'll also get at Jeremy's spoon. At Jeremy's like singular spoon. Singular spoon. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Dan. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you, so Dan. Much love to you always. But we love you. Also, wait, Absolutely. Dan, are you like Mike was telling me that you're from the Grand Rapids area. So if you're up here ever, let me know. We'll catch a Griffins game. We have to do that. But anyway, um, yes, I <laughs> our adventures are just uh, they're messy. I can't but was that one better or worse than when we went to the playoff game in Pittsburgh and <laughs> oh, got excellent thrown at us, middle fingers in our face, and then after we lost, all the From alcohol stores were not selling alcohol anymore. And we had to go sleep in the hotel where the power went out. Twice. Yeah. I think that one might be worse than the cream. That was, it was so much worse. It was so much worse. Yeah. That little that little kid who came up to us and literally just went. Do you remember that? <laughs> like right in your face like that. <laughs> yes. You were like, hello. I was like, where are your parents? Like, and then I said that out loud. I was like, what? Like, why are you this way? But we spent we like no such money good on those away fans. Like, we were like so quiet and respectful. And we were literally just walking through the concourse to get food. And if you're an away like, fan that's ever been to Nationwide Arena and you've run into me, and I know Kelly for sure, and I'm assuming Laura too, like, I'm so nice to you. No, like, I kick like, all away fans in the shins. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> Throw them over the ledge. Into the I've never seen you interact with one. That's the only reason I say that. But I, I try not to interact with many humans because I am weird and am afraid of people. Host a podcast for an entire year. <laughs> but you know. Oh yeah. my god! I try to make it positive for away fans because when we were in Washington, their fans were so nice to us, and like we were on the Metro platform, we were the only Blue Jackets fans I could see anywhere. But everyone was like, "Congrats on the streak! That was so awesome!" Like. Blah blah blah. Pixar fans be like, you suck. Blah blah blah. blah. They're so mean. So that's <laughs> so why mean. I have a little special heart in my heart. A heart in my heart. I have two hearts. The special heart that's in my heart is for Capitals fans. At that point, now they're kind of mean, but at that point, they were really, really kind. And I like I the think, arena a lot. It's cool. Yeah, it actually was. It was nice. I was a big fan. All I in know, Kelly. Yes. Just guess after a game. All I know is that I think we need to get you on a full-length episode to be able to talk about all of our stories because that's not even all of them. Like that, <laughs> like we've got the Detroit, so chaotic? the Detroit story. We've got all sorts of other things. We got the Monsters game that we went to. So we we need to have you on for like a full episode, just like Kiki. No one would listen. <laughs> I would. I would listen. Okay. I, but, I listen to all of them, so I would at least. You have and I would also. So there, we got three listens right there, guys. We're doing great. 
Honestly, it, speaking of back a year ago, that sounds about right. <laughs> Just bring it, bring us back you to our roots of getting like four or five listens per episode. Well, congrats on your accomplishment, everybody. Everybody, as Thank in Jeremy you. and Laura, because none of the rest of us did anything. But I <laughs> love listening to the podcast. Did. Especially because I don't get to see you guys very often. It feels like I'm like sitting with my friends, just like talking about the blue jackets. And sometimes I talk and it's weird because no one's listening. <laughs> I love that. Um, Wait, can you send me those moments? Sometimes I talk to us. Like I'm I listen to the show a lot of times in the car. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? A lot of times it's me going, Me too, Laura, me too. When you're like <laughs> yeah. passionate about a player and Jeremy's like Okay, and I'm like, no, me too, Laura. I love Elvis too. Okay, no, it's I so miss funny. Camp too. My favorite moments are when I just get text messages from Kelly that just say, "quote of something I said," and then the follow up text, "I cannot." Like you're too much, or like things like that. Those are always my favorite texts to receive. I always know when Kelly's listening to the episode because she drags me, as she should, as she should. Somebody asked him, you know. I need to say humble. You are right. <laughs> you are right. But please know you're welcome literally whenever. So we'll see you uh, on Thursday when we record for Friday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, okay, no, bye. (laughs) You're like, thanks for the offer, but. I don't think she wants to listen to me sob about Cam Atkinson before he even play, before we even play them. (laughs) I am. Do we play them? On Thursday. And I said, what a what a weird coincidence that this is technically the 89th episode, and that's the number he wears in Philadelphia. But you know what Thursday, you know what Friday's episode is gonna be? The 90th episode. So and maybe Elvis okay. is 90. Okay, come on, Elvis. Come on. Come on. Come on, Elvis. Leakins. You know how we do. But Kelly, we love oh, you I, so much. Thank you for having me. I've overstayed my welcome. You literally never could. But... You literally never could. Thank you. We love you so much. I love you guys too. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye. 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 God, she, I don't know how she puts up with me. She's the reason that I am who I am as a fan. (laughs) I'm sure she like regrets every moment of it. You know how like we always joke about like me being your hockey disciple? Uh huh. I definitely watched hockey before Kelly. (laughs) Come on, pizza. Yes, ma'am. Where the meter's low. I've not. had two drinks and I was like, girl, you're girl, getting drunk. <laughs> um, no, so I, um, so yeah, I credit her to me being like the kind of fan that I am today, even though like I was watching hockey beforehand. Like she's the reason I'm like manic. And we love that. We love that. We do um, love that. Laura's coming at us with a wonderful reminder that it's really important to drink water when you're drinking alcohol because I did not bring any. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and I'm regretting it a little bit, I have to say. Hydration is key. Hydration is key. Um, and, and just as key as hydration is, um, you know, I do have to say that there are other things that are also key. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, they're things, quite honestly, like, and this is going to make me sound like a terrible, terrible person. Um, for me, quite honestly, they're usually things that make me money. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I like winning money. I'm sure you also like winning money. Um, I do. This this next guest we actually went to the casino with, and uh, I think you and I left with money. I don't think I don't think he did though. He did not, but he and I left with a a um a newly formed bond. 
And you know what? That's what matters most to me, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I do have to just shout out our friends at DraftKings. We talk about this before, right? Like one of the coolest things that's happened to us since we started doing this podcast is we joined a network. And part of that is we are now presented by DraftKings. And um, I don't know if uh, y'all are aware, um, but it's a really big time of the year for sports betters everywhere. And uh, we're going to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, including the Cincinnati Bengals. Can I get a hootay in the chat? Let me get a hootay in the chat. Um, And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on action this divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. You're just going to want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. And that's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And our guest has been patiently waiting in the, in the um, little loading dock, if you will, um, waiting for us. And so without further ado, the reason that you see um, things like this wonderful logo up here, um, the reason why you see beautiful shirts um, that you do is because of none other than Stephen Kanicki. And so we're going to throw him in on the chat. Stephen. Stephen. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? We have way too many Stevens in our life, but I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, enough. Yes. <laughs> I, don't think we're allowed any, I don't think we're allowed any more. Yeah. But I would not but get rid of it. We definitely have enough. And you're wearing a jacket shirt, too. Oh, I feel fine. like. I've got, like, one or two. <laughs> and I'm just glad that it wasn't in the wash. Like, I'm glad that, that you had it ready and available. That's right, yeah. I couldn't tell you who's on it. You tell me. Bob Ross? Oh, yeah, Sarah <laughs> Look at that. Look wow. at that. Well, speaking of the Blue Jackets losing 9-2 on Saturday. Um, <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough world out there. But how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Mad decent. Wow, this is one year since... This Can you believe all... it? Since we um, started manically texting you about um, yeah. graphic design things so that we could look fancy. I will say for like the first two months, I thought I knew my shit. I was like, yeah, we'll just get this up here. It looks great. <laughs> it was terrible. It was awful. Um, and of course, Steven. Actually, Steven could work, walk us through the creative process because <laughs> he would be able to do it so much better than we could. I don't remember um, what you guys had before. Hold on, I gotta find it. I'm gonna pull up oh, our Instagram the, archive. It's a can. It wasn't terrible. It was, bad. but it was not it anything was near as beautiful as it's what you sad. created for us, Steven. Also, I kind of wish we had video of that meeting that we had about what we wanted because oh Jeremy God, and I had to have sounded what we did have a meeting. You're so right. That just feels weird for us. It feels dramatic. We did. We had <laughs> a Zoom meeting with Steven. It was very official. Gosh, that was a long time ago. A year, I guess. A little 
Yeah. And we had such different ideas back then of what we wanted the logo to look like. Oh my yeah, God, this is hilarious. forced you guys into something. You did, but you I were right, Stephen. You were right. <laughs> oh God. Who's this? There she is. I dig it. It's like. Do you? Old but gold. Maybe we should release that as a shirt. I think so. That's like the. Uh, uh, like the throwback jerseys, like the the retro. I posted, <laughs> no, but wait, no. This is how you knew that graphic design wasn't my passion. This is what I posted when Patrick Lina got benched for getting into a fight with Brad Larson. Yeah, that is what you. That is. It was what literally you just the bench. I said, I said, give me Canva Pro, and I don't even need to go to school. <laughs> but thankfully, we have well-connected friends who did go to school and helped us make, helped to make us look so fancy. I tried. You did great. You did great because we looked totally like I feel like I, I always tell Laura, like, sure, like I think I think we did the rebrand. Like we launched the logo like two or three days before we joined the network. And I just feel like I tell Laura, there's like PSL and like no, what am I trying to say? BSL and ASL. There's like before Steven's logo and after Steven's logo yeah. for our podcast. There's like there's Truly. like a clear a clear. We have that for a couple different things, but we definitely have it for the logo. One hundred percent. I wouldn't say that, but I would. <laughs> I would absolutely work. I remember Stephen. I don't think we've ever told this story on the podcast, but I remember we had a, a meeting with our now network. We had like a meeting with them, and I remember sort of trying to reassure the person that we were talking about that because we hadn't yet launched the, the new logo at this point. I remember reassuring him. I was like, I promise that the logo that you see is not our logo. I was like, I promise <laughs> that the logo that we will logo? have like, when we are on like, the network did they, is better. Needs to change or <laughs> no? There... We just felt that we we were kind of like because he was very like we felt very fancy meeting with him, and so we just wanted to reassure him that we would uh, do the network proud, um, and that we were going to have like an official looking logo. Yeah, that's <laughs> good timing. That was would you say it was a couple days before? Well, and it was, well, and if you remember right, like, I think you had finished the logo in, like, April. Like, it was, like, we held on to the logo for a while, just trying to figure out when would be best. We are like, do we wait until the end of the season? Do we do X, Y, or Z? And uh, we did. We waited until the end of the season, and into the new season, we were like, new year, new us. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, hey, also, random invite to uh, join a network, so it all just sort of, like, stars aligned. Yeah, <laughs> wild week <laughs> it's like the wildest week in podcast history that's perfect i'm trying to find the photo steven I, I know i sent it to you um so the blue jackets i think like the next day or the day or two after having lost the like having the season end the blue jackets hosted a paint the ice event and uh i oh, decided yeah. that i should try to paint the new logo I just tried to paint the new logo on on the ice, and um, I did paint it. Yeah. I did paint it. You did. Uh, ice is not an easy thing to paint. <laughs> thank you. So there's actually nobody in this world that gasses me up the way that Stephen Kanicki does, which is ridiculous because he probably has every reason to not. But he <laughs> is easily the person that like keeps me the most elevated in life. 
And he did so by saying that this looks good. I'm still trying to find it. Um, oh, here we go. Here we I was going to say, I know we, we posted it at one point. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> the flag is so short. Other than the flag <laughs> being short, this isn't terrible. It's pretty close. Like, it's not, it it's about him, halfway there. It took him the know? whole time that we were there. The whole time that we were there to get to do that. Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to survive on the ice and thinking I do such a great job. And the one time, foot slips out from underneath me and then it looks like a murder scene. Oh my goodness. What's that <laughs> terrible. It's absolutely it terrible. Towards, and it looks like she put... Oh, it looks like I beheaded him above it. <laughs> what did they give you to paint on the ice? It was it was just paint. It was like the paint that they used to like paint like the blue lines, the red lines, like all oh, of the okay. stuff like on the actual ice. So it was uh, it was the right kind of paint, but it was uh, it dried kind of so much faster than you thought it would. Wait, hold on. Like, Kelly's giving me so much love. Thank it you. did look really good. The flag was just short. It was so short. It was so short. And the whole time he was like, can you hold my phone? And so I'm like holding the phone. Oh, so I can get reference. Yeah. <laughs> you have to While trying to paint at the same time. Sliding around trying to draw it. Or that was the worst part. Like I left and my knees were like frozen. <laughs> it was kind of like going back to like my face freezing off with Kelly. My knees were like so frozen and my pants had that paint all over them which it came out so easy which i was kind of shook by but yeah it was it was a mess and dina's giving us way too much love dina's like being way too nice to us um because <laughs> we were not that at all but steven you you're kind of like a badass graphic designer and you probably don't talk about it enough because yeah. you're probably one of the most humble people yeah. that i know so tell us what you do. Like, plug yourself on the show. Like, give yourself some Yes, because we're very, very proud of you, Stephen. Even if it means that you can't yeah. do stuff for us anymore because you're fancy. Full-time um, employed boy. I am open for commissions. And text me anytime if you need more merch or something. Um, but yeah, I just design. That's what I do. Girl, who do you are you allowed to say who you designed for? Is that like yeah, I think think so? Like, but like Columbus Brewing Company is come on, that's so cool. Like, you're like so downplaying it, and it's like it's so cool to me. Thank you, I appreciate it. It is cool, it's a great job. It's lots of uh perks for working for a brewery, but especially for a guy who doesn't drink beer. Are you starting to get into it yet? Trying, you know, (laughs) my advice is start light. I get free beer every shift, so I like. I don't, I don't take one every shift, but I. Why? <laughs> I would so. I think that's actually. They the give best it to you. Way. Can you do you get it in a glass or are they just like take a can? There's like there's two options. There's like a pallet in the back that I can just take off, like whatever. Um, so as far as like cases and whatnot, I can just grab. Um, or I could go to the tap room up front and get um a shifty is what they call it, where they pour out the draft. So a shifty. No, that's dope. A shifty. It's not a bad <laughs> gig. It's definitely has its perks. But then like the biggest like issue is you're drinking fresh beer like all the time. Oh darn, darn. Oh, so you're you hate so then, beer. So then you go to um like the store and then you don't have fresh beer. And so like all beers you start to become a snob. So 
No, I need you to become a craft beer snob. I don't have I didn't have that on my bingo board for 2022, but I would love it if you became a craft beer snob. Personally. Yeah. Someone's gonna have to drink it with him because I won't. So I know. I there are so many breweries up here, and I'm sure they need a graphic designer. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Well, so. but Grand Rapids is special to Steven because yeah, I might have to uh, make a move out to Grand Rapids. Where did you Where did you do it? Now that I'm like somewhat familiar with the city, where, where did, did you, do... girl? What do you mean? Where did you do what? What's where did the, you propose? What, you what did you say? Where did you propose? Where did you propose? Oh, propose. Oh, I see. I didn't hear the question. Uh, Robin Nuts Apple House. It's like a. I thought it was an orchard. Yeah, it's an apple orchard. It's like east of the city. I don't know. I couldn't tell if you did it there or if you did it at like Frederick Myers. Uh, uh, I was thinking garden. about it, but I was afraid there'd be like too many people there and like kind of ruin the surprise. So, <laughs> Could you, I couldn't imagine getting proposed to around like four hundred people. Yeah, and I mean it's like very spread out. Like I did a lot of research for it, and uh, like, <clears throat> excuse me, Frederick Meyer Gardens is like I don't know, there's a lot of open space, so I had to hide the photographer. So like there wasn't an easy way to do that. Now, did you get a photographer in Grand Rapids, or did somebody go up there? I had somebody from Columbus drive out there. Yeah. Oh my God, that's was but that it was like a person. Was it? it was like a friend, so gotcha. A work friend, so it was like pretty easy to convey or persuade them to do it. I mean, but, as okay. someone who has had to hide in trees herself to capture a proposal, <laughs> terrible. I understand, and I'm glad that you considered that. How much coverage that they had. We'll do anything for the right photo. So, as you know, I, I did not have enough coverage and almost got caught. Oh, really? So, yes. Yes. Uh, another Steve, Steve Palumbo, oh, captured, yeah. captured his yeah. proposal and nearly got caught. So, wow. but, you but it's fine. They're married now. It's good. Looks good. Yeah, their wedding was last. Last summer. Hey, this is entirely unrelated. I'm going to need, I have a couple of dates I need to send you, Steven, that you can't get married on because everybody's out here in my life trying to get married. Okay. I just need to make sure that I don't get double booked because I don't I have time. Like December of 2023. December is fine. Yeah. December anytime. Oh, okay. You have a monopoly on December. Everybody else thinks that June is the right time to get married. So it's not, man. <laughs> cold so I'm glad to know that December. Yes, please fully plan your wedding around Jeremy's schedule. <laughs> yeah, it is actually all about me. I don't know if you knew that's this what or I was not. thinking. I was talking with Abby the other day, and I was like, "Well, what's Jeremy need?" You know, like <laughs> as you should see everybody. I need you. I need you. Right? Like this is the difference between friendship and brotherhood. This is this is fraternity brotherhood that's happening right. right here. That's the bond. It is the bond. It is absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's a bond for sure. <laughs> me, the world's least fraternity fraternity man who works in fraternity and sorority life. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? You know what? It's fine. I actually love it. I'm actually having a really good time. Like, but uh, I've been in isolation, in COVID isolation, for the last um, ten days. Ten days. Yeah, you texted me the I other did. day. And he said, "He said, how's Michigan?" And I said, um, <laughs> "I didn't reply because, again, not on my." ADHD medication, but uh, I was like, not great in my head. In my head, I replied and I said, I've been I've been trapped in this residence hall. Um, 
because yeah, grant uh, the college that I work for, they have um, like a ten day requirement still for asymptomatic people, and so I had the pleasure of being at home for <laughs> ten days. But I get to go into the office tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Nice, yeah. Which is kind of sick, like to be like so excited to go into an office, but I literally can't wait. I'm like so pumped for it. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Well, like how many days have you worked? Because I started December 20th. So I worked for three days before Christmas. And then I worked half a day because I got home in the middle of the first day that I worked. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I've worked three and a half days in the actual office. So it'll be nice to actually work the full week in the office. I'm very looking forward to that. So that's crazy. Yeah, my favorite part of that story is when your boss was just like, leave. No, I no, it's the other way around. I walked into my office up to his office and I said, I have to leave. <laughs> I was like, I have to go. <laughs> I was like, I can't be here anymore. Well, so I leave I did. Leave I did. But oh, you got a new job too, right? I did, yes. I work for uh the Wexner Foundation. So wow. and I have only been we're supposed to go back to the office in February, so I was hoping to go a couple of days last week, but I too was in COVID uh, isolation. Really? So, oh yeah, we got it together. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, is it any more you know great to just catch the plague with your best friend and business partner? So, you know, makes podcasting really easy. It does. It does. We were both trapped in our house, so podcasting was actually really easy because. Neither one of us had scheduling conflicts. <laughs> yeah, we were we were actually both entirely free. We were both like nothing going on. <laughs> You're like, you want a podcast? Yeah. I mean, we're both. But thankfully, I mean, God bless, we were um, both asymptomatic. Like we, you know, we're both vaccinated, boosted, and, you know, very, very grateful that we came out of it. And we didn't see, we didn't, as far as we know, we did not pass it along to friends or loved ones. So... Nice. Thankfully, but so yeah, we were both stuck. But yes, new job for me too. Not in Michigan, but after his moving situation, I'm okay with that at this point. God, that so, was just so dreadful. It was so bad. The worst. Move, driving the worst. In in the but snow. I will be moving back to Columbus, so expect baked goods more on the regular, Stephen. I will. Definitely. <laughs> I haven't had banana cake in so long. That's. The, I owe you like six of them. I owe you like six banana cakes. But the <laughs> second I move back to Columbus, Stephen, it's funny. Those banana cakes are coming your way. Pretty much every single one of our like. I'll call them contracts, even though that's dramatic. But whenever we do commission Stephen for anything, usually uh, like money's involved, but then banana cake is also involved and i don't know i think one of them has gotten paid i feel like maybe one yeah, yeah, i did pay i did pay him for the piece that he and abby made for your mom with a banana cake yes you did so i think about it probably like once a month like, it's so good i, I still remember so so steven and i obviously wonderful friends now but we became friends because I was the new member educator of his fraternity class and me and a couple other, like we were like, we need roommates and Steven is great. So we're going to ask Steven to be our roommate. And so Steven was manic enough to say yes and lived with me for a year. I'm so sorry about that. And, um, <laughs> and I remember what did, you made me the banana cake once 
And I brought it back to the apartment and I told everybody, I was like, please feel free. Cause like a whole banana, like I was not going to eat the whole damn thing. Oh yeah. A whole banana cake is a lot. Yeah. There's no way. And I just remember Steven one day came up to me and he was like, Hey, (laughs) it's like really good. (laughs) Well, and then you told me when Steven's birthday was because that, because your birthday's in the summer, right, Steven? No, it's in September. It's September 21st. Almost, 25th. Damn. Okay, so it was like, the school year had just started. So we were hall directors together. And so I made Steven a banana cake that you could surprise him with. So, and then it's just been a banana cake journey from there on out. Yeah, you think you could eat like a whole banana cake and you get through like the first four pieces, no problem. It's so rich. But then after, like, you had to take a break for a couple of days, and then you're kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know if I can go back to it. But, like, you can. Of course you can. You can and you will. I don't think I ever have finished a full banana cake just because, well, mostly I only share it with Abby. And so there's only so much banana cake each person can eat. But I'll start making you the half-size ones because I did figure out the ratio for half-sizes. I know, but then you would give me the half-size one and be like, I wish I had the full-size. <laughs> then I'd, I'd finish the half-size and not be content. Or I'll, give you two, I'll give you two halves and you can freeze one. Yeah. So then when you're ready, I like that. when you're ready, you can defrost it. Okay. It's actually a really good idea. For that. Do they hold up well, frozen? They do. They're actually okay. one of my few recipes that do freeze well. So. Okay. I'm here for that. We just bought like a whole freezer. Like we have like, you know, the regular fridge with freezer, but then we bought like a chest freezer. Did you really? Yeah. We don't you guys are it. ice cream fiends though. So that makes we a lot are. of sense. It, that's not why we're not like hoarding ice cream, but we should. Our next guest Our next guest is. Our next guest is an ice cream hoarder. <laughs> we but, get ice cream like every other night, probably. This is like yeah. our first night, not in a while, but, um, yeah, like Abby's mom loves just like buying us bulk meat to freeze for like months. Oh, sure, so sure. I can hold so much banana cake in it now. So just saying. Noted. I'm telling you. Laura. It'll happen, Stephen, I promise. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. When do you move back to Columbus? I'm hoping this spring, because I'm not doing winter moving. And yeah, Jeremy has prom- Jeremy has promised that we- he will come back to help me you move know. after the situation we went through in Michigan. <laughs> Is that how you guys got COVID together? Was moving? I I actually think we probably got it. At, n- not to shade our brand. Yeah, not like, to shade, but love. we think we got it from a Blue Jackets game. Yeah, that's like the only thing like time-wise that makes sense. Uh, especially when I like think about the people that I was around and like who all got, like who, like how nobody got sick around me. But no, it's because it was a, a literal snowstorm <laughs> when we moved to Michigan. And I was driving a 26-foot U-Haul, and Laura was driving her car. And it was literally the worst experience of my entire life. And then we tried to pack my storage unit full, and it was terrible. And I still will not go to my storage unit because I'm afraid that things are broken. <laughs> like, I'm afraid. So I just stay away from it entirely. Yeah, it was bad times. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I have to ask, though. You're wearing a blue jacket shirt. Mm-hmm. Do you own any Buffalo Sabres gear? Steven's originally from Jamestown, Mark. I am. Oh, nice. Wow, come on. Love that. Come on, um, come on Falconer High School. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Come it's on. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so 
I'm like just proud. Like, how much Buffalo Sabres gear do you own? I don't own a single piece of Sabres gear. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I, I know. Well, okay. So I don't own anything Buffalo related. Bills, Sabres, whatever. Bisons is like their Clippers equivalent. Um, and it's kind of like my dad loved everything Buffalo. So I like, as a kid, grew up wanting to hate everything he liked. So um, that's fair. Yeah, so I've never never gotten to the Sabres just because he liked them. So I'm just not realizing that our next guest also is from you know what I've been told recently that like upstate New York is not correct. I've been told that that's like nobody actually refers to it as upstate New York except for people who aren't from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've learned a lot. So I don't call it upstate New York anymore. What would you call it? Like if you had to like put like a name. Western New York typically. Western New York, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think next- that's what she calls it too is western new york, western new york. Is that what she well do you where's she from is she from Baltimore? Syracuse. she's from Syracuse. Oh, okay i don't yeah i don't know what they would call it it's kind of like i don't know i guess they're western new york they're not upstate but they're not yeah they're western sure see i feel like i feel like everybody who's not from new york refers to everywhere that's not new york city as upstate new york upstate. Yeah. <laughs> i feel like everybody there's no sense yeah Listen, we're, we're, we are not the world's smartest group of people, us non-New Yorkers, but we try. We do try. I appreciate it. Well, speaking of appreciating, we appreciate you for taking the time to come by after we manically texted you today and we're like, hey, do you want to come and be on a podcast? No so hopefully you had fun. Hopefully, you're literally I, welcome I whenever. I did. I was super nervous. I mean, I'm still super nervous for it. I'm like, shut oh, up. You've but, been great. But- we talk about you all the time on the show, Stephen. So I'm sure people who are, are watching or listening are like, this is Stephen. I have to go watch more episodes. I know listen to more episodes. <laughs> yes, funny. you do. What the hell? Yes, I mean, absolutely. Um, realistically, you've just been like providing your logo and like creative uh, brilliance to like a podcast. It's like absolutely terrible. Like that's what you learn when you listen to the episodes. You're like, wait, this is bad. Why did I agree to that? Like, I don't want to claim the <laughs> Our rating on iTunes, I think, right? Mm. Yeah, we still do. We still do. So if you know anybody who hasn't given us, if you know anybody who hasn't given us a five star rating yet, make sure they drop us a five star because we have thirty eight still. I think so. We need to get up to forty. Oh, okay. That's all it takes. Just forty makes you makes it. I mean, it just would make us happy. Yeah, it would make us happy for everybody else, but we would enjoy it. But all right, you'll get it tonight, okay? Okay. So what I'm hearing is that Steven and Abby haven't rated the podcast yeah. yet, and they're about to I go do it. He could okay also have it. access to other people's phones. Yeah. He has yeah. a sister that lives yeah. in town. Like, you know. That's true. That's true. We can get Courtney on it. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Steven, we love you very much, and we're so glad that you stopped by. And you're literally welcome whenever. All Y'all right. will, I appreciate it. Everyone will, have to let us, everyone will have to let us know what you want Steven to do for us next. You'll have yeah. to keep you have to keep us merch ideas. Keep it keep it funky, keep it fresh. Yeah. Yes, we do need new merch in year two. So I didn't buy merch too. I'm sorry. You I'm literally good. don't pay for merch. That's not what happens. You literally are the merch. <laughs> you, yeah, you are you're merch. not paying for merch, Stephen. We will whatever you want, we will send it to you. Right, I appreciate it. But Thank we you appreciate guys. you. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. You too. Thank you for having me. It's been oh, great. Bye, Stephen. Bye. See you, Laura. He's the reason we don't look like dumpster babies. That is true. That is very true.
Because without him, we really would look like this. <laughs> I do kind of enjoy the idea of potentially putting the old logo on a shirt just for fun and calling it the if you know, you know. <laughs> it's the archive version. It's the archives. Honestly, I'm into it. I'm all about it. Let's just I think Dan would there. buy one. I think so. We've got a lot of people who are day one folks. So I, I do think that I do think that people would buy it. I like to think at least. Maybe I'm wrong. Me too. Who knows? We'll try it. Well, do you know who I think would definitely buy it? DraftKings. No. <laughs> I think Megan. I think Megan would buy it. Megan is our next guest. You all know Megan. They know Megan. Yeah. Yes, Megan was on her own episode. Megan is, she hates when I call her this, but my hockey child. Um, I ingratiated Megan as a Blue Jacket fan, and we just love her to pieces. And yeah, she's our next guest. And she does have a chest freezer full of ice cream, which is something that I don't think her and I have talked about. I think it's just like been passed down to me through Laura. So without further ado, the lovely Megan. Hello. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys? We are good. We are. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I yeah. He's a little drunk. I'm a little drunk. I've also been eating pizza. This is, so. <laughs> this is like yeah. empty entirely. Um, but ultimately, I'm good. Ultimately, I'm loving the celebration of. Oh, she's opening another one. Dear God, pray. Um, <laughs> ultimately, loving the celebration of our one year birthday at yeah. CW speaking. And we were like, you know who we have to have with us? Our final guest of the evening has to be Megan. Me. And you're getting a little bit of, uh, of Pinto too. He's, he's hanging oh, out. Pinto. Cause Pinto <laughs> hung out for the last show. No, no, that, that was Java. Java. Yeah. This, this is, is Pinto. Megan's, oh. Megan's cat. Wait, Pinto when... is not mine. Oh no, Megan, he's not yours. Mm -mm. This is no. Morgan's surprise second cat. Yeah, I'm just a cool cat aunt. I can hear Pinto purring. <laughs> Pinto. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love this is the ASMR section of the show. So hopefully you <laughs> all are enjoying it. Um, but wow, I I love having you here because I do. I all of the like other folks have been like Jeremy disciples, and you are a Laura disciple. Like you are like <laughs> yeah. from Laura. Mm -hmm. Which I just love because it makes me feel like I'm extending the family tree because like ingratiating Laura, her, you. After you said that, I'm not, I'm not going to stop saying that word, Laura. Ingratiated? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that word before until literally today and it's my new word of the day. Really? You've never heard ingratiated before? Listen, you can get a master's degree without hearing the word ingratiated. He's Things probably he's heard learned. it sober. Oh, that's true. He may have heard it sober. And he may have even heard it when he was on his ADHD medication. There but there you go. Drunk and unmedicated. <laughs> who knows? It's better than drunk and medicated, though, let's be honest. That is true. That is true. Yeah. But yes, I brought Megan into this um, love hate relationship <laughs> with the Blue Jackets. Why are you saying that made me think of the phrase that's like, I brought you into this world and I can bring you out, like I can take you out? Like, why is that? I think like, sometimes she may I think sometimes she may want me to take her out of this situation, but then I just keep bringing her back because I text her ridiculousness all the time and you know, got her to fall in love with a player and then he broke her heart. Yeah. Yeah. I like especially those moments like the Panthers game we just had is when I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I, I here? I have to be a sports person. I could have just stayed a theater person, but it's okay. I have, I do think that probably my favorite quote that's been on the show, like, ever, 
is you saying, oh no, I'm going to spend a lot of money on this. <laughs> like that, like to me is like maybe one of my favorite moments in yeah. the last year because it's so true. And you're like, they're going to hurt me, but I'm going to spend a lot of but money But I'm going to let them. And I think that should money. be one of our new shirts. I think it should be, <laughs> oh, oh no. no, we're going to, I'm going to spend a lot of money, money on this. On this. A I think the, next yeah. shirt, the next shirt has to be self-deprecating. I think it does. <laughs> right? I'm right. I want to put that, if you guys do that, I'm going to put it on my resume somewhere. Like, so As I you should. You can put my quote on their merch. Yeah. Or <laughs> hire me. Please. Yep. I think that's I think exactly I can say that. And I think anyone who didn't is ridiculous. But what has been, Megan, your favorite part of being a Blue Jackets fan, being brought into this world by Laura? <laughs> I'm going to say something really messed up. Through Laura's light, like, light. What what has been the best moment? Um, I mean, there's there's always a lot of good moments. I think just generally speaking, it's fun to like share the experience of hockey with other people. Um, like I went to my first game with Laura, not really knowing anything about it, but just knowing how much she loved it. So I was just excited to like watch her be happy, and then like I became that person. So then I brought. Morgan, my roommate, to a game, and like she became that person. And then I brought my boyfriend to a game, and like he's become that person. So I think it's just like the small connections that you make because, like, even though it's a national league, uh, I think it's one of the lesser known, lesser watched ones. So it feels like a little bit of a tighter knit community. But I just love, I love the experience. I like when I'm there in person or when I'm watching the game. And I like texting Laura when we're in different cities about what's going on. And I like listening to it in the car. Like, it's just awesome in all forms. Wait, so you said you brought your boyfriend. Is he, like, committed now? Like, is he, like, fully on board to the experiment? Yeah. So he is, like, a huge Browns fan. Like, his whole life has been a Browns fan. And then for Christmas this year, he was, like, my family got me all jacket stuff they didn't get me a single browns piece and i was like yes. you did it you I did it did. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah, no, he's, awesome. he's like a fan oh my god i love mm-hmm. that i love yeah. that we need to get I'm so it proud. Like, you guys mm-hmm. need to go to the um the games that i'm in town for I, I need to make sure you're there yeah that's what i've decided yeah so it's because just... i need i need to see him in his new form yeah he's got so much so much stuff now he might no. actually have no he doesn't yet i don't think I was like, we're gonna say more than you that's fair yeah that's fair. but <laughs> she's she's now counting all the items in her head I know, right <laughs> like do i count the pierre luke signed jersey you have to you have really to um but no he's a fan so i just like like being able to share that experience with other people and like when I first started getting into hockey and I went home for the winter my grandparents like knew that I was into hockey so they brought me to like the Elmira Enforcers game because they were like we just want to like experience it with you because we know it's important to you and it's like those small moments that are like really make your heart all fuzzy so it's just been it's been good it's been some heartbreak but 
moments like that kind of outweigh all of the all the bad times. Yeah, that. unfortunately, you experienced heartbreak early on. It was just, really early. Was just, really a, early just a fans. year, just a year into mm -hmm. being a fan. So, yeah. yeah so tell me, sad. how how far are you into your finding a new favorite player? Like, because I know like PL was was a one when he left. So where are we in our search for for a new a new a one? You know, it's hard because, like, I had a top five, and then I was like, do I want to just shift everyone up? Because then that would make Yorkie my new number one. Respect. Respect. Which, like, I do love him, but I'm just like, is he my number one? It's a lot of commitment. It's <laughs> a lot of commitment to choose a new favorite. It especially is. because, like, I want to buy a jersey that I can, mm -hmm. like, actually wear to games. And I don't want to get just a blank one because I just don't vibe with that, really. And I was like, I don't really know who to get. And, like, sometimes I go through spells where I'm, like, angry at certain players. Like, Tex was one of my favorites for a while. And then, like, at the beginning of the season, I was like, I just can't deal with him. I can't deal with Tex. And I was like, if I had his jersey right back now, now, I would regret though? it. I would regret it. But, like, right now, I wouldn't regret it because he's doing, like, better yeah and i just it was so easy with pl because like i wasn't invested in hockey at all i was just like i need to pick a player it's gonna be him we were born in the same year everything's perfect i was like if nothing happens i just like have this random knowledge that there's a blue jackets player named pierre luc dubois so it was easy because it was no pressure now sure. i like know about hockey and there's pressure so i still don't have number one uh, i get that i think i'm just waiting for like the right person to come along as one does as yeah it's like that person could exist right now in the world in the blue jackets world or that person could still be out there so we never yeah, know i think it'll like hit me when i like hear the news of a new person coming to the team or whatever i'll be like, like yeah, wait a minute that's that's what it's meant to be that's right <laughs> Yes, because every once in a while, I think that there's going to be someone that you're really going to vibe with. And so far, I have not been correct. No. No, I, I think you said that I would like Corrali mm -hmm. this year, which like... She was manifesting that because she loves him so much. She was just <laughs> trying to manifest that onto you. Yeah, and then I think she said Silly, too, which like Morgan is a huge Cylinder fan. And like, he's fine. Like, he's fine. He's young. I like Chinny. Too. I just like him going. I see myself mixed. Yeah, <laughs> that was so fun. I see myself. I see myself being like a big Igor Chinikov fan. Now, Dennis, Dennis is t letting you know that it probably needs to be Boone Jenner. Mm. And and honestly, like when you're thinking about like that was going to be my advice to you. Like whenever I look at jerseys and I'm like, oh, I think I want to get another Blue Jackets jersey. I always like go to Cat Friendly and I look to see like who's signed for the longest. Like who, mm -hmm. who is going to like be <laughs> yeah. here longest because I I almost got like I got a reverse retro jersey and I almost got a Pierre-Luc Dubois mm -hmm. like customization on it. And I was like, I just feel icky about that. I don't know if it's going to, it just feels like a bad idea. It was. I don't know what kind of intuition yeah. I was having, but I was right. 
And, um, and yeah, so, I mean, I think it's just like, see who's going to be here the longest, go from there, mm-hmm. Boone signed for another four years. So, I mean, Dennis might be on to something. That's usually my advice. So, like, I would go, like, right now, Dennis, or not Dennis, get a Dennis jersey, actually. <laughs> I would love that. Dennis, just out of curiosity, uh, send in our DMs, your last name and your preferred number. Um, <laughs> but um, I would also say, okay, so, real talk, Dark Strand, Zach, um, you know, Boone, Elvis, like, players that are signed for, like, more than three years, Corrali even, that you're like, maybe, maybe this. Also, yeah, Kelly brings up buying an Anderson jersey and then him getting traded or almost buying one. Mm-hmm. I bought an Anderson jersey for him. I know. I bought an Anderson jersey for him and switch his number from 34 to 77. So I was like, again, yeah, you did this for what? <laughs> I bought my cam jersey and now look where we are. Yeah. You could have waited but a few honestly, months and gotten it for like 50 bucks. I don't know if I mentioned this particular love last time I was on the podcast, but I'm obsessed with the Zambonis. I know that Laura knows this. I don't know, Jeremy, if you know this. Oh, that I do. I absolutely adore the Zambonis. So I really want to get like a customizable jersey where I can just put like the name of Zamboni on the back because I'm just like their biggest fan and I think they're the (laughs) coolest and I love when they come out on the ice and I love watching the water and how the ice is all pretty and I just respect them so much for what they do because like you couldn't play hockey well without the Zambonis like the whole game is around the science behind the ice and the science behind the Zambonis and I love them so much and I remember distinctly texting Laura at the beginning of the season because they switched the wrapping on the Stanley Steamer Zamboni and I was like Laura Laura, what happened to the black and yellow Zamboni? Like, where'd it go? What's happening? Like, what, what's going on with Zamboni? And she was like, I think it's just a new rap. Like, it's okay. It's all right. The Zamboni's okay. And I was like, okay. All right. I, I, do, I, I do regularly take pictures and send videos of Zam- the Zambonis at games for Megan. I love them. And one day I will get her a ride on the Zamboni. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I will say now I don't think they're doing them right now and they aren't doing them this season because of COVID, but they do the um like tunnel of pride is what they're called. And for season ticket holders, they like have folks line up, like fist bump people like as they come out, what have you. And you're lined up like right where because the players actually come out where the Zamboni is when they do mm-hmm. the tunnel of pride. And you actually like watch the Zamboni come and park and like dump out its contents into a uh, tray and i just feel like i want to make it that you make it so that you get into the tunnel of pride not not even to like fist bump the players or anything no but just to watch the zamboni well i need her i need her to be available one one you weren't this year because you had to work but for one of the pre-season practices and scrimmages because you can stand right by where the zamboni comes in and out at the ice house Mm-hmm. And you get to watch the whole situation. And also that's how I ended up being in a promo video two years ago. Because mm-hmm. I was right there behind the goalie net. So Yeah. I mean, I just feel like more people should like really appreciate what the Zambonis do. Because like it's science, but it's like magic. 
which are like those other beautiful moments you know like I never thought that I would love a machine like an ice resurfacer like as much as I do <laughs> I'm sick and tired of the Zamboni erasure I'm tired of it we don't talk about not enough respect. we need to talk about them <laughs> what number would you get on your Zamboni jersey just out of curiosity I don't know. Probably one because they're number one. I'm so sorry for disrespecting. Or is it a zero because it kind of looks like a rank? Maybe. Maybe. I like the definitive answer there. That's Maybe really I'll good. get two Zamboni jerseys. One of them <laughs> one with for zero, each Zamboni. One of them with one because there's two Zambonis. I think our new goal now is to try and get one of the Zamboni drivers on the podcast. Oh my gosh, if you had like a oh, that's literally the best idea. I've ever no, I'm I'm sorry, we can do it. Like I know we can get that done. Yes. yes. I'll start working on it. Do you want to be on that episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would stress me out. I can't meet my heroes. What are you talking about? So if if you've all stuck through it, stuck with us for this whole time, you'll remember that earlier in this live episode, I mentioned how if we ever get Elvis on the show, it's just going to be me staring at him. And I think Megan's just going to do that with the Zamboni driver. No, so what I'm hearing is that when we get the Zamboni driver on, Laura, obviously you'll host, but when Elvis is on, for the same reason, we'll just have Megan fill in. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that you like are mentally well i'll be like elvis you're cool but you're no zamboni driver and then he'll say something very random in one of the many languages that he speaks yeah or he'll agree with you yeah <laughs> kelly i'm also screaming i had to mute myself i had to, like my laugh was giving was giving wicked witch of the west like it was mm -hmm. like really bad but Oh, that's funny. Hmm. Megan, you kill me. She does. She loves the Zamboni. She also <laughs> loves the video that they play from the Kosai uh, director where he talks about what the Zamboni does. Berkeley. Berkeley? Berkeley. Berkeley. Where it smooths, melts, and refreezes all at the same time. It does three things at once, guys. <laughs> Have you ever seen at-home Zambonis? Like the ones yeah. that like are like the they drag behind like a bike <laughs> recycling bins that they drag and it's like hot water and it like mm -hmm. melts and smooths the oh yeah like, oh, i'm yeah. familiar i'm familiar with the craft yeah. <laughs> don't get me fucked up i'm familiar yeah well we also we also tried to convince uh megan's brother who works he who has a dream of doing like he went to school for the people that take care of like baseball diamonds and football fields and golf courses Shut and up, i was I like that. i was like do you think that there was potentially an ice rink maintenance course that he just didn't take that we could get him to take you know i would talk to my brother way more often than i do currently if he was working <laughs> in an ice rink what is it they say you either like live long enough to see your heroes become villains or <laughs> what is that like? Yeah. Or no, you live long enough to be a hero or to see yourself become the villain or whatever that phrase is. Because honestly, I, yeah, because he's a big football person too and he's a Buccaneers fan and I'm an Eagles fan and they just beat the Bucs beat so Eagles sorry. in the playoff round. So like At I got a bunch of texts sense. from him about that. But I feel like if he was in the hockey realm and I could use him to see a Zamboni, 
I I feel like I he let owes him say you whatever that. he wanted about the Eagles, you know. I think he owes you that because he sent you some um, shade when he was in Tampa and he went to a lightning game. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. And he got COVID on that trip. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying laughing. I, ho- I truly hope that your brother is fine. But, God, but that's God what you get for going his. to a lightning game before I take him to a CBJ game. Honestly, he was asking for it. God gets his. That's all I'm saying. Our God is an awesome God is. You know what I mean? Let's just start. <laughs> We're going to start worship now. Look at where you guys are at now a year later, both of you drunk on this podcast. It's so <laughs> yeah, amazing. I can. I actually kind of wonder. I, I wonder what the first episode even sounds like. Like, I wonder, like, what kind of terrible. We listened to it. That is true. It's actually kind of endearing to do. Hold on. For the people. It's before oh, we had the fantiness that is Mike Todd. Mm-hmm. That is true. It did. It is before Mike Todd. It's well before Mike Todd. It's uh, been so cool to be like hearing about your journey too. Because like I've said, I was there when Laura was like, I think we're going to do a podcast. And I was like, that's awesome. And then she was like, I think Mike Todd is going to do our introduction. I think we're going to be on the Hockey Podcast Network. Like all these things. And I was like, yeah, like keep raking this in. Go. <laughs> Correct. Well, and I like, I would love to know like what Laura was saying to her friends and family, like as we were doing this, because I know how much of a freaking nervous wreck she was about it. Um, so it killed mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just like Megan's the only one that gets like the full scenario of how I deal with things because she understands hockey. Like people think it's a joke when I tell them that I sports was not a part of my life. Mm-hmm. before Jeremy cool. took me to my first Blue Dragons game. Like, my siblings played sports, could not have cared less. It was my amazing. nieces and nephews played sports, did not care. Like, sure, I was there to support, but I had absolutely no idea what was going on. Um, But until hockey, and so Megan, <laughs> Megan gets the full gamut of my emotions with this process because she mm-hmm. understands hockey. My family gets the, like, how is the easiest way to explain <laughs> what is happening and why it's cool? Yeah. Correct. Like, today in my little Facebook post, I was like, if you've listened to the podcast, if you've even remembered that I do a podcast, <laughs> if you've cared enough to, like, ask me about it, like... Get the merch. Get the merch. Come on with the merch. Honestly, it's funny, like, shout out to, it's just weird to see people wearing, like, merch that's, like, associated with our podcast, like, it still, like, blows me away, but this was originally, like, for those who have been here since the beginning, this is what it used to sound like. (laughs) It's so good. I can't wait to hear how we intro this. Oh, wait. It's going to sound bad because our audio is bad. Welcome to Objectively Speaking. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, because yeah, that's when the we said the name wrong. That's when we said the name wrong. Yeah, we're, we're those people. Iconic. Subjective. Um, oftentimes level-headed, but we like really can't promise that it ever will be. Um, no, that's right. Of the most recent Blue Jackets game recorded mere minutes after the game's concluded. I'm glad we don't do that so anymore. I am also Paul. glad that we don't do that anymore. And I'm Laura Norman. And uh, so Lauren 
I called you Lauren. I forgot about that. You did. You called me by the wrong name in our very first episode. Kelly says, I miss, I kind of miss that intro, to be honest. That actually is Michael Alvarado from Us the Duo. If you all know who Us the Duo is, that is one of his songs that he was like, Yeah, please use that. Please use that. And he then promoted the podcast with like a group of his. Like, I was like, Okay, calm down, Michael. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, wild. So, yeah, things have changed a lot in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we recorded something happened. I forget what happened. I, oh, I got signed out of like our StreamYard to be able to like record on this platform because even when we're not doing live episodes like this, we record all of our episodes on StreamYard because then we can use mm-hmm. these pretty little backgrounds or what have you to like post the video content. And so I was like, well, let's just go back to Zoom. Like it's like how we started this. It's not. I edited every one of our episodes, like produced every one of our episodes from Zoom onto, you know, whatever platforms we distribute to. I was like, it'll be great. It was such a pain in the ass. I was like, did I really do this every time? I was like, this is terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, it was just bad. So I'm, like, grateful, blessed, not stressed about our current situation. Yeah, we got bougie after we joined a network. So, yeah. And... Laura, up until recently, had, like, an old laptop. Yeah. So, like, I used to hear about the struggles with that and if she had to use her phone and, like, how the lighting and the audio. Oh, I forgot about that. You had to use your phone for a few episodes. That was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, after I uh, was no longer at my previous job. Oh, yeah. It was rough. It was rough. We made it. We made it through. Yeah. Yes, because thank thankfully to all of our listeners and people who have bought merch, we were able to buy me a computer and microphones and stuff like that. So like honestly, like we say it all the time, but we're incredibly grateful to <laughs> Yeah, that's Jeremy's very I can show mine too. She's a little snowball. <laughs> her cord so I haven't unfurled her cord all the way, but yeah, shout out to Yeti microphones because they're the yeah. shit. They are really good. <laughs> wow. I cannot And Megan gets, Megan gets to hear all those stories because yeah, Megan yeah. has found her way into a situation with me where she can never leave. <laughs> I started as I started as her uh, advisor, then her boss, and now she's just stuck with me. So forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. And I love that for you both. But no, it's just, it just blows my mind. Uh, over the course of this year, we've welcomed in wonderful folks like Megan, of course. Megan's been on a show. Steven's been on a show. Um, but then also folks like Mark Scheig, Mike Todd, Catherine Dobbs, you know, Matt Pfeffer, yeah, Spencer Saylor. You know, it's just like... Jeff Savota. Jeff Savota. I mean, and in a roundabout way, Curtis Gabriel, that's kind of cheating. But like... I it just blows me away like that's what this last year has had for us um and you know hopefully we have really exciting things in store for this year subjectively speaking I just feels like this year like could be a downer because like last year was so crazy no we're manifesting we are manifesting our first player we are manifesting all of us are manifesting first player hopefully I'm able to audibly speak to them I have no doubt in my mind that you'll be able to, friend. Um, but yeah, I mean, we did it. We did it, and we're here. We we are coming to the end of our live birthday celebration. 
I've killed a bottle of wine. Megan, I don't know if you've drank anything this evening. <laughs> I didn't. No, I have. That's so disappointing. Um, I have a big bottle of water. Go Jackets, though. Go Jackets. We've got the... I can't wait to listen to this episode and, and realize how much of the content is reliant on the video. And so when you listen to the show, <laughs> it's just going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, so I'm really looking forward to to hearing that. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is. I mean, It'll be fine. not really. I don't have to worry. I don't have a podcast. You're like, actually, I have no idea how it's like. I, I, Which, I like, care yeah, less she'll just, get to, she'll just get to hear me talk about it tomorrow night when we have dinner, so. Yes, we'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. That. But, no, it's great. Thank you guys so much for having me on again. I couldn't have this happen. Maybe well, we to, can't. like, more deserving people. I just love seeing everything that you guys have done this year. I can't wait to see what else you guys accomplish. And it's just such a good podcast for everyone in the hockey community which i love too like you guys are reaching a lot of a lot of people that probably wouldn't have listened to some of the other things or stuff like that so you guys are making a big difference you just have to be reminded of that sometimes so thank you guys thank you megan thank i'm you like emotional <laughs> i know i know i didn't think i was gonna i didn't think i was going to that was very sweet and we are so grateful for you and honestly thank you for being crazy enough to hop on this wonderful little live stream that we've got going on tonight (laughs) i couldn't have thought of a better guest to to wrap it all up with thank you (laughs) we appreciate you a lot Mm -hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure you grace me as madame that bitch madame that bitch Madame that bitch. Yes, so you, I got, did. you gotta end with Madame that bitch. Come on. Everybody, we've been so blessed to be joined by Madame that bitch. <laughs> um, which I stole. I did steal that. It's from RuPaul's Drag Race. It's, yeah. It is, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm still gonna take it, though. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, it was Alex Newell's drag name that Bob the Drag Queen gave them. But yeah, I am obsessed with that. So, I was, and I don't know why, but you really give me mad damn that bitch vibes. So I love it. Good, but that works because you like Alex Mill, right? So I love you saw them on Broadway. So that works perfectly. That, that is perfect. Yeah, she saw them in Come Once on This Island as a soccer. Yeah, Once on This Island. So mm-hmm. I love that. What the heck? Small world. It's like mm-hmm. I did it on purpose. I did the, it. The fates, they were part of it. You know how they are, yeah. the fates and all. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Megan. Well, we appreciate you. We'll let you get on with, with life outside of this wondrous podcast, but we are so grateful that you joined us for this little birthday celebration. Of course. Happy birthday. Love to <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll see Thank you tomorrow. You, okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. I don't know why, but whenever anybody says birthday, all I can think of is Frosty the Snowman going, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all I can think about um, in terms of our podcast. So, Well, it's also because we've been going back and forth between saying like first anniversary and first birthday. So I just just feel like it's a birth. I feel like through our loins, we have brought forth (laughs) subjectively. You have been wanting to say loins. (laughs) I have. I have. It just felt appropriate. Um, And... And we brought it forth. We've birthed it. We've created it. Um, and honestly, of course, we couldn't have created it without 
all the beautiful people who who have engaged in in this right like i think you know um somebody who is not on the show and somebody who i'm not going to say their name um but a wonderful wonderful friend of mine and laura's who has who like i think at the beginning was really integral in helping us to create this and like giving us community um if you all remember when Romeo's and they're back in it, they're like killing it. They're like back in Elvis is now partnering. Um, I just think of a really incredible person who really engaged with Blue Jackets fans and really gave us what I felt like was our first like sense of validation about what we were doing. Um, and they were anonymous on the profile, so I won't say their name and they just know who they are. Much love to you, friends, for helping us do this and giving us the energy and the spirit to keep doing it because um, it meant the absolute world to us in creating community, which I thought was really cool and beautiful. And also just synonymous to, I think, what we want to do and what we continue to try to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we started this, um, you know, to just be able to continue the conversations that you and I would normally have together after a game. Um you know, we were what, eight months, seven months into the pandemic at that point in time. And, um, you know, at that point, we didn't care if we were just speaking into the void and to have it, to have it grow into, you know, what it is today and all of the experiences that we've had since then. I mean, Again, it sounds it sounds like we say it just to say it, but I truly, truly could not have imagined any of this stuff, any of the people that we've met, any of the, you know, people that we've been able to interact with via whether it's social media or at games or at events, like, and there's still so much, so much that we can do, so much that we hope to do, um, and it's just, it's just amazing. Like I never, I never truly, like I, I texted Jeremy earlier today. Um, cause my dad <laughs> left a very sweet comment on a Facebook post that I made about it today. And it's like, I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else, but Jeremy, um, I think that this whole process has brought us even closer together than we were before. Um, and now I'm crying, <laughs> but Ridiculous. It's, just, <laughs> it's just, it's such a magical thing to be able to share. And like Megan said, it's such a magical thing to be able to share hockey with other people because hockey is such a special sport. I, you know, we say it all the time. The fifth line, the Blue Jackets community is such a special part of this, of the sporting world. And we feel very lucky and very privileged to be even just partially in this world. Um, and we hope that we can continue to do things for our community, to build our community, to be the place where hockey fans of all level of knowledge and of all walks of life feel comfortable coming to and being a part of this community. So truly for me and, you know, not to speak for Jeremy, but I think he echoes this, these sentiments. We we could not have done it without all of you. And we're just so happy that you're here and that we hope that you will stick around for year two and beyond. We do. And you definitely do speak for me on that. Like, I think hopefully we make it clear that we appreciate and love you all very much. 
um, and that we hope that everything we do is with you in mind and that we continue to be the kind of podcast that makes you all feel at home, um, that makes you all feel like you're talking with friends and just chatting about the thing that you love so much, which is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, and even when they lose nine to two, we still love them very much. We'll still talk about them. Um, and we really can't wait to continue to do so. A lot of really great and exciting things coming forth in the next few years, all of which will be covered by Subjectively Speaking. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and if you do, we'll cry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, I might. <laughs> Laura might. Laura might. Um, but please join us as we continue to push forward. And hopefully uh, we've got a lot of really great things for you all in year two. So until we get a chance to text you or talk to you all next time, uh, you can find us at all of our wonderful social media sites, um, which Laura will uh, just elaborate yeah, for you all now. I mean, what's one more minute in a two hour and 12 minute episode? Um, <laughs> but yes, follow us on social media. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at subjectively pod. We love to interact with you there. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at subjectively speaking. We also have a website subjectively speaking.com. If you want to learn more about us, got fun little bios and all that sort of stuff up there. And if you want, we featured it several times, not on our own selves this evening, because, you know, don't wear your own merch <laughs> to your show. Um, but if you want... Since when? I know, right? But if you want to support us um, and get yourself some really cool merch, um, please check out our merch store, which is subjectivelyspeaking.threadless.com. Lots of really cool things there. Like we said, new stuff will be coming in year two. Um, hopefully, thanks to our incredible friend, Steven. Um, and a lot of uh, weird ideas that we toss his way, and hopefully he makes them cool. And then lastly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. Um, we just found out, like we said last episode, you can now rate and review on Spotify. So if you are a regular listener on Spotify, you do have to have listened to a few episodes on Spotify before they will let you review it. Because I don't listen to our show on Spotify. I listen to it through Apple Podcasts. And it would not let me rate the show until I had listened to a few episodes. Hey, it let me. So nobody can say I don't listen to our show anymore. There we go. Um, so yeah. So you can rate and review on Spotify. But also, again, we don't know why it matters. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please scroll on down and give us a five-star review. We didn't make it for our uh, one-year birthday show, but maybe we can make it for our 100th episode, which will happen if we stay on track with our schedule um, in late February. So please scroll on down and give us a five-star review. And we just, we've said it a million times in these two hours and 15 minutes, but we just love and appreciate you all so much. And we truly could not do this without you. So thank you. Without a doubt. And until we get the chance to talk to you all next time, um, take care of yourselves. Be well. Our newest episode will come out on Friday. Again, as a little reminder, releasing now on Tuesdays and Fridays. So if you're listening to this episode, if you've made it to the end of a two and a half hour episode on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, we love you. Um, but our episodes, Tuesdays and Fridays from here on out. So definitely want to check those out. Uh, the Jackets uh, playing 
Philadelphia on Thursday, which will be the game that we'll cover on Friday. I didn't want to make Laura talk about it, but obviously the first time the Blue Jackets are facing Cam Atkinson in a jersey that's not his. So we hope that you'll join us for that one because if you're a fan of uh, Sigmund Freude, is that what it's called? Of like sure. watching uh, watching other people have like miserable experiences. That will be Friday's episode. You're gonna <laughs> love Friday's episode because Laura's gonna be miserable, and we're here to give you that content. So until next time, take care of yourselves, and we will talk soon. Bye.